I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> What's poppin'? Drew and Mike show. Rolling from the deals in the D.com studios. And that reminded me, Brandon, we never played Joe Biden talking about who's Zoom and who. You want to bring that up? Yeah, I can find that. We're in the deals in the D.com studios for a Wednesday show. And we are sponsored by Hall Financial. And Hall Financial wants to remind you it's a good time to be buying a house. Good time to be looking because the heavy spring-summer home buying season is just ahead. You can beat the crunch. And with the exclusive Buy Smart program, you can get up to $2,500 towards your down payment. That's a nice chunk. Get pre-approved with the most credible pre-approval in the industry. Hall Financial's five-star certified pre-approval. Then connect you with a top realtor from their exclusive realtor network. So all we ask is you call Hall first. 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. Dot com. I think there's a just seeing in happening here. <laughs> well, well, well. I thought Trudy said she was coming in today instead of yesterday, but at this late hour, it seemed like um, she said she's here usually at 420. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, the music isn't even over. No, it's not. That's true. <laughs> oh, we waited and waited as long as we could. I'm, oh, my God. The music being over is a thing. I mean, that's my, that was a big thing for Mike Clark. You were not late until the music, music was is over, over, which gave an extra two minutes and four seconds, I believe, and he used it many times. <laughs> All right. So here we are, uh, brought to you by All Financial. And let's see, Brandon, what happened was Joe Biden is trying to explain that he talked to East Palestine he did talk to them, but he couldn't remember how he talked to him. Isn't that pretty much the setup? Yeah, they're they're catching him before he hops on the uh, the helicopter, which you'll hear in the background. And he's trying to explain how he did chat with them. Trust me, he did. He did. Zoom. All I see every time I think of Zoom is that song in my generation. Who's Zoom and who? Yeah, it was hard to hear him. I didn't realize it was that weak. Or... Oh, but I, I could uh, tell what he was trying to say, though. Oh, that video. Yeah. He talked thing. to him, via, you know, you know, and then somebody yelled out, Zoom. Funny how people like to help just anyone who can't finish a thought. <laughs> and that reminded him of who's Zoom and who. Follow the bouncing brain. Um, who are we zooming? Well, he was zooming somebody in East Palestine, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it brings Aretha off the scrap heap for just a second there. He said the song reminds me of a song of Our Generation. That was a late 80s song, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was he was probably a hardcore Aretha fan. Yeah, it was mid-80s music. He was in his heyday in the 80s. Usually when I think of songs that remind me of, I think of stuff from the 70s when I was a teenager, but, ah, whatever. I'm not complaining. I'm glad he had that pleasant thought about who's zooming who. Biden probably, was in his 60s. Nice. Wasn't he dating Jill then? She was introducing him to new music. Mm. It was love. I think he and Jill had been together for a while then. All right, whatever. Quick fact-checking. 
Why are you trying to help Joe Biden with his who's zooming who comments? I don't know. It was so obtuse. Is this compensating for being late? Um, no, but you know what? I, I got to say this. Oh, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. Sometimes I blame the traffic, but now they're switching 696 between t- Telegraph and 275, and it's going to be like that from now until November. So everybody is going to need traffic. an alternate because it is effed up. All right. Stop laughing at me. We're now. <laughs> I like the way, Trudy, you're trying to help us compete with Jason Carr Drive by talking about traffic. traffic. <laughs> but it's not just today's traffic or this morning's traffic. It's forever see. traffic. So, sorry. Um, your uh, video, your interview with Ron Robinson of Radio Days uh-huh. is the most listened to interview on his YouTube channel. Thanks. You passed Mark Farner. And you know what? I give the show... Total credit for that because all the Drew and Mike fans hopped on. So, Amen. Mm-hmm. What's Ron doing? Is he is he doing a documentary on radio? He was. Um, I'm not sure where he is in the progress of that, but um, Doug was part of that, and he, I think he's got lots of material. Mm-hmm. So boiling it down is going to take some time, and so he's doing these in between. And they're okay. great. A series. Who who else have they talked Ken to? Calvert, Ken Calvert. Uh, Ken was a big one. Yeah. Mark Passman. I'm just oh, trying to think yeah. of names. There are quite a few people on there. Yeah, Doug Podell, too. Yep. And, um, okay, I am dying to know. <laughs> this is really funny. You are so nondescriptive about your move <laughs> to Sacramento. I don't, I've never understood what the hell happened in Sacramento. Okay. But you even said, I'm not sure I'm at liberty to speak about this, which... <laughs> Wait, Trudy, you couldn't possibly be honoring some kind of arrangement from 1989? No, no that's true. That's true. But the, the entity... The same companies can't even own those stations, can they? I think so. But um, what happened... It sounds like a clusterfuck, and it sounds it is, to me like you just is, don't want to talk it about it. It was a huge clusterfuck, but it had to do with Pat still. He invited me to come out to Sacramento. <gasps> okay. And work with KZAP, and there was a, a consultant involved. KZAP was a great station, too. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and so I'm excited so about So you this. moved all the way from yep. Columbus yep. to KZAP. Yep. And? and? And it was paid for by the, I thought, radio station. Was this Nationwide that owned your station in Columbus? Yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. so then well, no, what they happened? Didn't, no, I worked for Great American, or TAP Broadcasting, across the street from Nationwide. Okay. Nationwide owned KZAP, and they owned... Whatever their okay, so is. they were trying to get you guys out of Columbus. NCI, yeah, right. Um, so, so anyway, I go all the way out there, and I'm there for a while. And I get all this. He gives me all this swag and stuff, and then you um, some swag. Give me like pretty cool jackets and Sacramento <laughs> King stuff, and oh, okay, so that's the only team in town. But <laughs> yeah, so you are you have a first day, right? Yep, my first day. And it is kind of weird, and I'm just sort of, you know, like when you're first on the in the team, you're just sort of observing and seeing how people do things. And then after a little while, I realized something was weird. And even, it turned when out, even when you're on the show, yeah, yeah, really, yeah. And then, uh, and then when I, <laughs> I found out that it was just Pat who invited me to be on that show. Oh, and uh, oh, that's weird. Nationwide and KZOP didn't have anything to do with it. Supposedly. So nobody said, what are you doing here? Awkward. No, which was weird. I think he told them that I was hanging out, just checking it out. I, I, I have no idea. That's really weird. It is very weird. <laughs> okay, so what happened when it was time for your paycheck? Um, he was paying me. Oh, he was paying you out of his what pocket. What would you say? Yeah. 
Okay, and he you do here. But he didn't tell you that. Well, no, I I knew that, and by that time, I'm like, hey, what's going on? He goes, don't worry about it. Don't worry. And uh, so that went on for a little while, and finally, I he realized, paid you out of his pocket. Yeah. For how long? Um, it might have been a month. A month? Did he yeah. pay you the amount that he said he Weird. would pay you? Yeah, I think he. Yeah, I think he did. So then, what? If he's paying and the checks are cashing, then what's the matter? <laughs> <laughs> At some point, the radio station's like, okay, now get out of here. What? <laughs> but he's paying you. I know. But I wasn't it's an employee. his first month. <laughs> I get out of here. So you had no health insurance? No, no health insurance. Nothing, no. What? That's bizarre. I know. I know. Just imagine what it's like to move, what is California, 3,000 miles away. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty long way to move. And uh, yeah, and give up your job. Like I, I worked at um, LVQ for about seven years. Was so. Wags, it was Patton Wags, was Wags still in Columbus when you No. Uh, oh, yeah. He, wa- he had come all the way up here in Detroit and then come back and was working with John, man, I can't remember his name. Okay, so this wasn't directly from the Pat yeah. Wag show. It, and you know what? I had gotten a little discouraged at that point because there had been a couple of people they brought in. You know how sometimes chemistry isn't great uh, yeah, the show. Yeah. And, so, and so finally I was, you know, so I was you ready, ready for something new. Yeah. And then um, I was on the beach for like a month or more in Sacramento. And then After I got a- they said, get out of here. What are you doing here? <laughs> Nicely. I would like to hear that conversation. Uh, Trudy, yeah, the reason I called you in- what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Are you pulling a George Cassandra? Are you pretending you work here and hoping exactly we won't that. notice? I know. I <laughs> exactly that. <laughs> I was totally... That's hilarious. ...having that experience. But then I, I got picked up. I don't up. know what I'm doing. I'm so fucked here. I got picked up by the Great I American so Station cool. again, so... Out God, there. that would have been a better path to go originally. I don't know what I'm doing and everybody ate. <laughs> <laughs> Those are your answers. So so your first day is you go, yeah, this really weird thing happened at the competition. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a good story. Well, though. I'm actually... It's my first day. I think we possibly exchanged something in exchange for me not really telling everybody about this story. Oh, I see. Uh, so all this time oh, later... Oh, that's good. Hopefully it can't... Did KZAP, did they have any idea that you would end up going across the street? I, you know what? I don't think they cared because at that point, <laughs> well, no, at that point when I went across the street, it was a hot hit station. So oh, it was so a hot hit station. Yeah. So I went through a so, lot there. Okay. What was, what, what was the morning, so many questions, what was the morning show at KZAP that when you left, was it just Pat and no one else, just an intern or no, something? No, it was Pat and I can't remember the guy's name. He was like a version of Wags. Okay. Did he do news? And he he was like the sidekick. He I think he did do news or, you know, just, he was the Sacramento native. So he knew all about the city. He was the one guy who. Was he warm to you? Did he warm up to yeah, you? Yeah, he was, he was cool. I mean. He was. So he acted like you worked there? He pretended? <laughs> he was. He participated? <laughs> I don't think scam? he was in on it. <laughs> but he just kind of went along with, you know, I'm radio is weird, you know. It's, That's really weird though. Sometimes. That's really weird. Yeah. Um, when the midday person came in and said, uh, hey, great show, Pat, whatever, or did they just like act like you weren't there? I, I think, to the best of my recollection, I think it was just awkward, and I was just like, <laughs> okay, I'm going home now. Yeah, just doing some work here. <laughs> but the, we are so embarrassed for you. <laughs> the other, it, was, it was super weird. It was so weird. And for like a month or more, I didn't know whether I'd have a job or anything. I mean, I was just really on the beach, just doing nothing. Oh, it just, sucks. It was nice Man. in Sacramento. The weather was great, but I, yeah. Well, KZAP like, would have been great, too. KZAP right was a... Right near the beach. Was, 
That was one of those rock stations that's a great that always rock got station. references. Yeah. One of the great rock I stations. I really wish that that would have worked out because it was beautiful, but uh, um, oh well. Bob and Zip were hired to work at KZAP. Oh, really? Yes. After? After. Before that. that. Who was nope. paying them? Before that. KZAP. Okay. I was paying both of them. It was very specific. <laughs> Did they get there? And then, there, were no yeah. there were no interlopers. There were no interlopers like Trudy? <laughs> <laughs> no capers like that thing Trudy was pulling? I didn't try to pull this. It wasn't my design. It sounded like a caper to me. Caper. <laughs> I'm not good at caper. You know I'm not good at capers. <laughs> You're the lone, the, 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 the mask on the little, the, was the lone ranger mask? <laughs> Trudy was the victim of a caper. <laughs> Black and white striped shirt. You were involved in a caper. I was. You were. Yeah. The, the, the weirdest part about that is I would get up and go to work in the morning and our neighbors, you know, like for about, and then I lost the gig and our neighbors for the longest time they told us later that they thought maybe we were selling drugs because they never saw anybody go to work. Oh, because you went so early. Yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Who'd you look like back then? I'm not so like weird. somebody who was selling drugs, maybe sophisticated drugs, but. <laughs> wow. Sacramento, what a t- so yeah. what happened at the at the Great American Station? Did that go okay, That's, or was that I was, weird? I was working with That's Johnny. Weird. Yeah, no, it, it worked really well. Um, we they flipped the format. They went to um, rock. So they went to classic rock there. We're back. To oh, well, that's a scamo on it was active rock. It was supposed to be C H R. I thought you were going to see, although how could they bitch since they didn't pay you or give you health care? <laughs> they did allow I didn't you to know pretend you about worked it. there for a while, right. which is pretty cool of them. Um, but they, um, did you ever meet with a PD? Like, uh, we got an air check meeting today. Uh, I think Pat Trini, was the PD. I think Pat was the PD. Oh, Pat was the PD. Yeah, Pat was PD everywhere. Went. <laughs> so, um, so then, uh, yeah, we ended up, then Johnny ended up getting the job in Boston and, uh, I went there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. see. And they actually worked out. hired me. Yeah. <laughs> too. At, at ZOU. Yeah, WZOU. And that's a, that's a CHR. That seems like mm. a weird. Yeah, I did. It was a weird fit. How but... did you get out of the rock world? How did you I let just, that happen? I uh, that was the accident of <laughs> Sacramento. You know, I mean, I w- went for a rock station, ended up on a CHR, turned into a rock station, and then I ended up on another CHR. So Sacramento. What kind of radio show is this? Exactly. <laughs> So Sacramento, just it sounds like your Bermuda Triangle, your radio yeah. Bermuda Triangle, yeah. for yeah. sure. It totally was. Wow. Yeah. It was cool Ooh. living in California for a while, but it was very anxious times. Oh, man, that sucks. Right. That's one of the weirdest stories I've ever <laughs> heard. Really? Yeah, but I, it actually, I think I know what, I think I, I there's- The real, common denominator? Very easy, yes, to point the <laughs> finger at what Pat still. Yeah, I mean- <laughs> And I know he's he's wherever he is. He's doing great radio, probably. But yeah, it was well, Pat. Uh, one <laughs> sure when I got to riff, sure. I, I had no was, idea. What are you talking about? Just, you don't know what he's doing. I don't. Now. True. Why, why, are nice co- why are you covering for Pat still I'm after not, the fact? Nice assuming it's great radio he's doing now. <laughs> well, we looked him up. Remember, up in your kitchen, we yeah. looked up Pat to see where he is now. He is in Sacramento. I think is he doing sports? But, but is he country? doing great radio? As Trudy no, said, I don't think so. I'm just assuming he was good. He was, at, he was good at his Trudy. job. He, was he had he had. He had to be a good morning guy to get through the capers, the many capers that he pulled, because I'm aware of one of them, because when I was hired at Riff, there was a very serious sit down about, okay, you know you have to play all the commercials. And And you're like, like, why? Yeah, of course. What are you talking about? Well, we had this morning show for a while, Pat and Wags, and uh, Pat was program director again, Mm -hmm. and apparently Pat was skipping large breaks, or he was shortening breaks. 
to get an advantage against competition by not having to play the I, I mean, you 14 admire. or 16 commercials that everybody played at that time. <laughs> you got to admire how competitive he is. <laughs> I know I do. I do admire him for that. But um, he just celebrated 30 years at that station. Oh, really? He did? Matt and Tom, yeah. No capers. November, so, November 17, 2020. Celebrate 30 years together. Is that a country station? Um, K-E-N-C-I. I don't know what. Turn it on and rip the knob off. Do you want to hear the news story about it? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Because I have a, I, there's something that Pat Voices and their names, but did you know that Pat and Tom are Northern California's longest running oh, radio duo? We're celebrating their historic anniversary this week, 30 years together on the air at KNCI. Guess what's floating in my bathtub? <laughs> my behind. Laughing out loud together for the last 30 Hilarious. years. Pat and Tom at KNCI 105.1 have shared the airwaves and a studio for exactly three decades. Well, as amazed as you are that we still have a job doing this after 30 years. Yeah. This week marks the milestone of their very first show together. Trudy, were you there? I remember I couldn't sleep the night before. I just remember, you know, being excited. Back in 1992, wow. Wow. Tom Maley moved to Sacramento from Seattle with his wife and newborn baby okay, this is a year to after host you. a show with Pat Still. 92. And the rest is radio broadcast history. The pair became so popular over the years, they're known just by their first names, Pat and Tom. Oh, that it's a lot of work that goes familiar. into it. Well, so what about the weird Trudy story? One. Can yeah, we hear about gotta, that? You've got to be willing to collaborate. You've got to have thick skin. And you've got to be able to Survive uh, Pat's capers. This dynamic duo has been entertaining <laughs> listeners longer than anyone in Northern California. I don't think it's gotten uh, any easier because um, the job is a lot more difficult than I think most people realize. Pat and Tom different. have perfected providing morning radio entertainment, oh, really? safe for the whole family. <laughs> Delivering dad jokes is their specialty. I they were doing great. And maybe it's because they're both great dads off oh. the air. Great Mike. dad, good partner. And the thing about Tom is I've yet to meet anybody who's met him who doesn't like him. He really is. I wish unbelievable. Had a they got to talk about and, each and other. For his son and, 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 so and, and still does it with a sense of humor, too. One of their favorite oh, memories was a week of they did at Ground Zero. <laughs> we were one of just a handful of radio stations what? that were back there, and it, it was just such an emotional day. Um, that's Thanks something that I will always on. take with me. I remember it clearly. Of course, they've interviewed Wait, wait. The they did a remote at 9 11? Yeah. This doesn't sound like the Pat I know. And I don't, I've never met him. I don't remember. Coming to you live from Ground Zero. Do you remember Radio Row after 9 11? No. Hell no. Who lived here in Sacramento. Sounds like a caper to me. Tell stories about the Negro League, about being in World War II. In 2020, they won a country music award for Station of the Year. They never take their listeners for granted or each other. It takes a lot of trust. I don't believe that. <laughs> it takes knowing that, that your partner's got your back. Oh. And, God, I've and, never you know, heard two radio I really guys. wish I had. I can't believe how much. Sorry, I believe that. Trudy, is this a new Pat still? Is this is possible? Is he capable of change? He is, I guess this is a legendary transformation to, you know, just moving on. It's the only one I've ever met that can handle my junk. <laughs> Because it sounds to me like he, I mean, 30 years at one station, that's a whole lot different than the trek he was on. Because he was going, you know, from call letters to call letters to call letters to call letters. And then somehow. Right. I can't believe after every comment about their partner, they just have, didn't have to say no homo. <laughs> <laughs> Everything they said was so There was, was a woman in their studio. She was probably their news person. No it could have been me. Wow. <laughs> it could have been you. It could have been me. Uh, KNC. Hey, they did not mention a female news person. So. 
did they never have a fe- does country radio have something against female? Oh, come on, you have to have a chick who wears tight jeans and a cowboy hat, right? They had a woman on there. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, she was just Pat Tom and Cody. Well, nobody's gonna give Cody any credit. <laughs> uh, can you do a Cody deep dive, please? Cowboys <laughs> so on brand. <laughs> I would like to report that uh, KNCI was third in the market. In the latest really? Sacramento ratings behind KFBKAM News Talk. Wow, News Talker that's got a 10.9. Oh, KFB, wow. Yeah, KFBK Ooh. was legendary. Right, here's Soon their first. AM radio will reign king once more. <laughs> Actually, they, they have to be good to be doing that well <laughs> yeah. in very, Sacramento. It's a very interesting AM radio story in the news. I don't know if you've seen it, but we can get oh, to it. Oh, about getting AM radio out of cars? Oh. Yeah, and that <laughs> FEMA is begging. Automakers to please put them in because that's apparently how they get message out. Which I don't know why they no, can't use no. an FM. Band. Have you ever yeah. received an emergency message going? Oh, thank God, I had AM. No, has I. Anybody, no. Has anyone ever I said actually, that? I actually, I actually do phones. emergency tests. Um, you know, like once, yeah, got, once or twice a month. Wait on the FM uh, frequency because they act like you can't do it. You can only no, do it no, on they, AM because no, the band no. goes further. Well, we're ready to if. But all the automakers are like, it doesn't match with the electric cars. Right. The electric cars. Yeah, they, they want it out. Yeah. yeah. No, this has got to be, be a... Ed Markey is fighting hard to keep him in. Ed Markey is <laughs> 76 years old. This has to Probably be... listens to AM. Also, a media lobby thing. It's got to be the... Oh, for the sure. The big radio oh, owners, the iHearts yeah. and stuff, because they want yeah, their yeah, 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 yeah. a shot. They're my guys. All right, do, you want to hear their, <laughs> do you want to hear their first break, which seems to feature Cody? This okay. Is, uh, after the Super Bowl, I guess Cody's a big Eagles fan. Yeah, about that. How are you doing? I'm honestly fine. I had fun last night. It was a great game regardless. I it mean, was a good game. It was so close. What it was, is what it is. What was our company's slogan Sad. during the pandemic? No, really. How are you? <laughs> I mean it. I'm fine, honestly. I, Are you? Yeah. Okay. I'm not Jeez. gonna let it get to me. I'm one of those people, you know. Hey, if there if, if there's any fan base that knows about losing a 10 point lead late in a game called the Super Bowl to a team called the Kansas City Chiefs, it's the 49ers. I was gonna say I'm used to disappointment. I mean, look at my dating life. So and, and look who you work with. Right. <laughs> there's that too. You have to agree with that. Such a good yeah, you jumped on that one quick. Uh, <laughs> About that. <laughs> great, great, great chemistry. Well, why well, good. Cody I'm doing that? on the radio. Cody gets no... Re- can we find out how long Cody's been there? Yeah, let me look. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, the AM News Talker is at 10.9. That's incredible. Why have I not heard of KFBK? KSCGK said classic rock. That was what I used to wear. Oh, that's formerly KZAP? No, KSCG is wh- who picked me oh, up I while see. I was there. Oh, I see. And they there. switched yeah. to classic rock. Yeah. Okay, so they're number two with an 8.5, and then ah. KNCI Country has a 6.7 with Pat still at the helm with ah. Tom. Well, Pat and Tom. You're listening to the radio, which means you're either in a rental car or the community room in a nursing home. Up next, another song we've chosen for you. Okay, Pat still in another amazing, this is just a coincidence, and I just want to say this too. I don't know what happened at Riff. All I know is what I was told was that we had a problem. Somebody wasn't playing commercials. His name was Pat Still. <laughs> and that's what I was told. So I don't know. I never saw it. I, I think there were some repercussions, but, you know, yeah. life, life went on. Well, the re- repercussions were they, yeah, they blew them out, right? Both yeah, of them. They, Even though Wags didn't. They were, they were fired. I think they worked there like a year or something. There were people that liked them, too, because I remember people, oh, yeah, there's no Pat Wags. They were great. 
Pat must be good at his job to have survived a couple of capers like this. I'm still, I still have more questions about your caper, by the way. But <laughs> not as good as you. <laughs> no, seriously, though, I mean, he he was fast on his feet, but well, thirty years at one stage, pretty good. I mean, mm. Sacramento's that's a good market. Yeah. It's like a, I think it's top thirty-five or thirty. Yeah. I mean, significant. It's a capital. Sure. Okay, Pat, after his. WRF caper. Pat was about to pull his KZAP caper, judging from what I've heard. I don't know. Anyway, no, he obviously earned the job. He was a, he was a morning guy in demand. They, they obviously wanted him. And I was applying all over the place, including, uh, was it NCI that Wags went back to? No, he went to, back to LVQ. LVQ. You, LVQ. you almost came to LVQ. Yes. And so I was trying to get a job at LVQ. Except what turned out there was, I, I believe, Wags got that job. And John Fisher. Yeah. Okay. And at KZAP, they hired Pat Still. Now, I didn't have that much experience at the time, but, um, but I ended up going to WAAF in Boston, right. which I'm glad I did. But honestly, I would have gone to KZAP in a second yeah. if I could have gotten that job. But Pat Still got it. So Pat Still, because he was allegedly <laughs> a little sloppy with the log... He boned me out of two jobs. Wow, oh, he's been slacking you for a while. And pulled the Trudy caper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to be, even though it was a huge pain in the ass and, and kind of frightening, I got to, he wanted me out there. He wanted to work with me. So how did, who broke the news to you that this arrangement was not, not working? I think it was, it was off. him or maybe the GM. I think both of them together in the same room. I don't know. You don't remember? Clean out your desk. It's been gone. a while. Did <laughs> <laughs> they take you out to lunch or? Um, the, and there were a couple of phone calls here and there, and yeah. Did you know. clean out your area immediately? <laughs> you about to lose your job? Did you have an area? I didn't you have an area. Employed. You had no area. I didn't really have an area. Well, where did you put your stuff together? I just kind of, you know, sat down at somebody's typewriter and. Uh, what? I want them yeah. to become unemployable. <laughs> This is, Trudy, there must be trauma related to this. This is horrible. Oh, there is, You never met with HR? No one took you around the building? Exactly. There's no... uh, No, Pat did. Pat was in charge. Did he give you a booklet? You know, the handbook? (laughs) Did Pat introduce you to everybody? Or did it say... Introduce you to salespeople and stuff? Um, I don't think so. I don't think there was a a concerted effort to show me around, but... He just snuck you in. He would introduce me as people, you know, came around. So you know she's going to be in a Home Depot parking lot looking for fucking construction jobs. And people say, oh, <laughs> almost. Hi, Trudy. I just picture him handing you this handbook that's got the company's name crossed off and crayon. He wrote Pat's. <laughs> Pat's handbook. And pages ripped out. He inserted pages. I say, get your resumes ready. I, I am so glad, Pat, <laughs> so that Ron interviewed you so we get to the bottom of this paper. <laughs> I, know, I swear, I've always, you've I always been very this. obscure about Sacramento. <laughs> like, yeah, I was in Boston. and Right. <laughs> Uh, Cody, by the way, I don't know if you saw me going through her Instagram. She graduated from college in 2011. Nice. Oh, yeah. okay. So they she's had a little pretty, youth to the program. Yeah, she, and you know what? She's not bad looking. Mm. <laughs> no, Cody sounded fine. She yeah, sounds, she did. Ah. She really did. But I'm just so. surprised Cody got. She get any credit for the 30 years? I mean, she's been there for. Well, yeah. she graduated in 2011, so she she's probably had other jobs. Well, here, it's only had a few she's years. Been there. She's been there. Well, she's been there. It looks like it's September of 2013. Hey, it's did 10 you see years. the boobs on that new intern? <laughs> Not bad. She does have quite a rack, I will say. 
Yeah. Well, so do the commentators on Instagram, too. (laughs) The what? Well, so she puts this picture on Instagram after they lost uh, the Super Bowl. We may have lost, but I got these pics. And right there, there's someone. Let's see, where is it? Yeah, tough loss. But you look fabulous. (laughs) (laughs) You look nice and green. You can do green well. Oh, wow. There's a creep. You're cute. (laughs) That's another one. You're cute. How many followers does she have on Instagram? Uh, Oyembo, let's see. 7,400? That's not bad. Oh, you got my attention. You're looking beautiful today. (laughs) All like that. (laughs) Is that... Wait, what event is she at there? A country music show. Okay. See? Girls, tight jeans, cowboy hats. You know, my friend Skip uh, went into country, and Skip was a rocker, Mm -hmm. and... We were working in Phoenix, and he did really well. He ended up in Tampa, and he was there for like 20 years, and I know the show did really well. Huh? Good picture. <laughs> no, she has comments turned off for that one. Oh, oh I see. Yeah. I wish I could have come. Who's that guy with her? I don't know. Some country music <laughs> dude. Oh, What <laughs> a dick. Skip, Skip maintained that, uh, I'm not going to say he attributed success to this, but uh, when we talk, I'm saying, God, Skip, you just killed it because Zip and I were in Phoenix and Skip was producing our show and he was doing production work, too. Uh-huh. So, But he contributed. A lot. He really wanted to skip that part and just work with us because we were having a great time. We got along. I mean, we had a fantastic time, even though we got blown out. Uh, but anyway, so I wasn't really surprised when Skip did well. I was like, man, you've done so well in Tampa. That's fantastic. And Skip said, well, part of it's that I went into the country format, and there aren't any good morning shows in country, so that's part of why I did so well. Oh. Which I thought was very humble of him. <laughs> I disagree heartily. Right. Skip but then, dessert. did he exchange all his rock t-shirts for country stuff? Yeah, he, you know what, Skip, honestly, Skip liked all music. He, he was just kind of a guy that liked, I think he liked country music. Yeah. It wasn't his thing, but he knew country music oh, fairly well. You can't, I don't think you can fool the country audience. Mm-mm. No, Cody takes a lot of cute pictures. I know. Well, let me go oh, back yeah, to this one where she's a couple of them. Yeah, where's this one where she's standing in front of like, um, almost like the Vegas sign, you know, with the the country girl, the cowgirl, yeah, with her legs crossed, and she wants to steal it. And right off the bat, you are such a beautiful and sexy woman. Have fun in Vegas, but make sure you're ready for CITP two this weekend. <laughs> what? You just need to find someone to make you that costume for Halloween. <laughs> Just use glow paint. Oh. <laughs> what a great idea. God, fire. So friggin' hot. Here she is in a one piece at the Las Vegas pool. Oh my God, will you be my Valentine? Smoke no, no, she won't be your fucking Valentine. Fire. How do I steal you? Is the better question. LOL. <laughs> Cody, you're breaking my heart. Is that. LOL. God. <laughs> the lowest, lowest really common skanky is, denominator comes in on these every time. Oh, oh, her titties there. Hey, there's yeah. video. Hey, hey, she looks better when she's moving. <laughs> I want to post that. Hey, look at those titties there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a dude for a second. Ugh. Yeah, he needs to be edited out. <laughs> you completely could... ruined the face for radio theory. Oh. LOL. Fuck. <laughs> 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 is that the same guy? Yeah. No, I don't think so. But who's, oh, who's that? Like, LOL. Does anybody say, what are you doing with that schlub, Cody? <laughs> no, that guy, that guy, all, all you see is, lucky dude, fire, fire, fire. Oh, you should have an OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my Lord. OnlyFans? <laughs> she probably will. She probably, I don't know. Well, if Pat pulls a caper, she might Pat? end up on OnlyFans. <laughs> a caper. 
I saw a homeless guy. Gets hit for sexual harassment. He's like, I'm just pulling another caper. <laughs> <laughs> Young chick with big boobs around. Did uh, Did you feel nervous in the building during that month? Like, I don't have a space. I don't have half the people that work here. There's no announcement. There's no is, There's no email that went out like, hey, please welcome Trudy. It, it was... <laughs> I mean, those things happen when you're new, right? You say your new email is pat at WRK, whatever it is. <laughs> Just send all the I mean, true to email to me, and then he'll read it to you. I'll email the next it, it was a little weird. Now, a little bit is coming back to me. I think it, at first he was like, you got to keep this on the down low, and then it's going to work out. So How do you keep a person who's on the air on the down low? That's ridiculous. I don't <laughs> it's a new guest every day, I guess. Were you doing the news like on yeah. the top of the hour? Yeah, I was. How I can was that person that. be on the download? They're doing the news at the top of the hour. They're just <laughs> Trudy News guest <laughs> DJing. You were called a guest DJ. Well, that that was the suggestion that I was a guest DJ, but he was then sort of back channeling, telling me that yeah, we're gonna like work this out. And I, I mentioned that there was. A consultant involved, and that's part of the reason I believed it is because there was an outside entity. Oh, and they told you, "Oh, there's a great fit. It's cool, but you know, be cool." Just don't tell anyone you work there or anything. <laughs> I forget <laughs> all of it, but was yeah. this Ridiculous. Dwight Douglas? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Dwight. Was it? Oh, are you gonna are you gonna guess? Uh, wait, is Dwight uh, Douglas still around? Dwight Douglas? I don't know. Yeah, was I it? heard he's doing great radio still. <laughs> was this Jeff Pollock? No, it wasn't. No, no. was this? Fred Jacobs. No. No? Who are they? <laughs> uh, they're consultants. Nobody knows who the hell he is or she, although they put he, but probably that's a little disguise. Do you know that guy? That I, she. I don't know that consultant. Dwight Douglas, yeah, he's still around uh, being, as a radio consultant, it looks like. Wow, you're kidding. Dwight Douglas developed the album-oriented rock format. Did he really? He did. I think he uh. takes credit for it. Oh, I'm sorry. He retired last oh. year, finally. Oh. Okay. Nice. Wow, that's true. I want you to explore Never heard of them next. your memory. I think you've blocked a lot of it out, but there's got to be some really funny shit about that <laughs> that squirrely yeah. setup at KZAP. I can't believe KZAP would do something so squirrely. That's so weird. How many? Do you know how many shows you did approximately? Um, I maybe do like three weeks there, possibly. Something Fifteen like that. shows. That's too many for a guest. Yeah. I mean, that seems. Okay, so it came to a head. It's like, this guest DJ seems to still be here, Pat. Just set up going on? <laughs> she doesn't have a desk. There's no announcement. Why is that guest DJ still here every day? Pat Giles? <laughs> Did you miss any shows? Um, no, not until the point where they're just like, um, you need to go. <laughs> well, I, I didn't take it personally. I didn't think it was any... You didn't take it personally. Well, I that they were probably just as surprised as I was what the situation was. It was really super awkward. Did you have a chance to say, Pat, what the fuck just happened? Kind of. And Pat said, Um, he's not really a confrontational (laughs) kind of a guy. Hence the capers. It's crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Maybe that. Something. Did he give you uh, severance? Um, I, think that were, I think that there were some there was some there was some money exchanged because oh. that's how I lived there that long without having a job. I think from was, Pat or from the company. Really? Wow. So I can we find out how long Pat was at KZAP? He must have. Did oh, yeah. he go to? I wonder if he went from KZAP to country because it sounds like he was off to a bad start. <laughs> KZAP. In my something, opinion, something else in like 
San Diego, no, San Diego maybe, or? Well, he was, he was Santa flying Cruz, around Santa I mean, Cruz, I think he went here's to his link Of the San Diego Padre. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how radio people did just go from job to job to job. You know, though, I, I was, I was. Oh, Pat went to Bowling Green. Yeah, that was the other connection. Hmm. Oh, you knew him at Bowling Green? I didn't, but I knew him forward from there. Forward Falcons, forward Falcons, fight for being <laughs> think being a Bowling Green Did you pay for your schooling? <laughs> Yeah, he would have never let that happen. Did he pay for any uh, uh, any further graduate studies? Is that part of the deal? No, but clearly I I should actually learn. I should have learned a lot more from that, but then I followed JR to Boston. And I don't know. I just, my, my series of jobs was just about a series of career blunderings into things. Boston, so, Massachusetts. Right. Well, LV, I can try oh, to express your, that on the sell yourself Ron Roberts. LVQ. Was actually that was I mean that was a good station you were there yeah. a long time yeah I mean it seems like you sh- that should have been a good launching oh, point yeah no um IOT Launched was from my LVQ. first no IOT oh who are they IOT was before Toledo. LVQ right yeah for a couple of years there and then I went to Columbus seven and then out to California for two years. <laughs> Who are they? It just seems like that should have been smooth out of LVQ because it was a big station, big market, did well. Yeah. But patent wags, oh, well. It was uh, some weirdness. (laughs) I think that helps. That helps harden you for the road ahead because there have been other things along the way that you end up just having to cope with. Fucking good. I'd listen to that on the radio. (laughs) That, that uh, That would definitely add to the shell. Yes. A pat wag. Quite a, a shell. A pat caper. <laughs> what a caper. Yeah. God, but, I'm dying to know if he's pulled any other capers since. Oh, believe you. Mm, Sounds like he's, know. I mean, 30 years. The question years is, how many has he gotten away with? <laughs> well, I made this you know, thing work somehow. You know, the funny thing, for a while there in Columbus, we were going along doing really well. Um, one day, part of a building fell off onto, um, I think, one person, and Pat still was. Like inches away when it happened. Oh, so that's Ooh. a caper. He tried to murder someone. It was not a caper, but the cornice of a building almost killed him at that oh, point. Oh wow! So he knew he had karma for he knew he had caper karma at that point. <laughs> and uh, you know who else has karma is the crew at South Ford and Holly because they're jonesing to get you into a brand new Ford and deliver exceptional deals and a world class experience all in one. And you can lease a new loaded 22 Ford F-150 Super Crew XLT 4x4 as low as $2.92 a month for just 24 months. Or a jammed up 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive for as low as $3.33, also 24 months. Plus, uh, our friends will kick in an extra 500 bucks worth of accessories at no additional charge with your new F-150. And Zot Ford is still paying two grand over your appraised value when you lease or buy a new Ford Escape Edge or Explorer when you, char- when you change in your old car, basically. Um, and for the password for Mr. Skin, Gabara and the hottest sales staff in Oakland County are still going nuts and offering 0% financing on lots of new in-stock vehicles. So, But don't ask Maz for that password. <laughs> Check out their voluptuous inventory and dazzling deals at dealsinthed.com. By the way, somebody, and I can never tell who it is, either Mark or Brandon, is really enjoying Cody's Instagram. Oh, my God. Just scrolling through. Well, I went through it a long time ago. I'm done with it. Who's that girlfriend? I'm done with it. (laughs) This one, I scrolled quicker. Jeez. All country girls, huh? Sure. 
Yeah, country eating. Oh, cowboy up! Why don't you get your uh, Why not you get your Ford from Zot? Then take it to Legacy Partners and have it insured. Well, we Home. have uh, Maz's read. He sent one in. If you want, to oh, have oh all right. Okay. Well, let's have let him, him do, do it. it. Finally, yeah, for yeah. sure. Hey, everybody! Tom Mazzoy alongside Michelle by Legacy Partners. It's that time. It's over. It's the end of Maz. February, so let's pull. The January winner. So, yes, we're behind the eight ball a little bit, but that's he okay. That you know, you it's March. Big old giant Wednesday. sports hat. It's pretty simple. All you got to do is give Legacy Partners Insurance an opportunity to earn your business. That's it. You go online to legacyins.com huh? forward slash huh? Drew and Mike. Fill out a little, uh, a little application. Take you one minute, maybe. And someone from Team Maz. Maybe Michelle even yeah. will get back to you. Michelle, what can uh, we? What does Legacy offer offer uh, to the customer? Well, yes, we specialize in it all. So whether you're looking to bundle your home and auto or to save money in your business, we can offer liability and workers' comp just to make sure you're properly covered. And then, of course, also Medicare and life insurance. Oh yeah, very I just, important. I just so, got a life insurance policy. I called Jack Russell good. at Legacy Partners. You don't think about life insurance. But you have to. It's for your family. It's not for you. It's for your family. Wait, Without you just further ado, life insurance. All you got to do is to get <laughs> in this hat Picture is to mouth. give Legacy Partners an opportunity to earn your business. Kids. Let's pull the January winner for a fifty dollars gift card, courtesy of Joe Graham. Let's send him to. Is this over a minute? Are we going? Of course it is. <laughs> We're going to Hudson's. Let's okay. go. It feels right, like it. Already been a minute and a half. Give me a good one. Let's see. Jeez. Don't give me a tough name to, to say, okay? Mary Forte. Oh, Fortier. Mary Fortier. Fortier. I guess. <laughs> F O R T I E R. Mary Fortier. Yeah, spell it nice. Spell it again. Take your time. You are our winner. Congratulations. You owe Michelle. $50 gift card. You're going to Hudson's. Thank you for giving Legacy Partners an opportunity to earn your business. And especially, thanks for listening to the podcast, <laughs> The Drew and Mike Show. You know where to go. See you next month. Uh, exact length, please. Yelling now. 155. 155. Right, uh, sales, please bill Legacy for two commercials today. <laughs> what are you complaining about? That's still a third of the time he would take doing a sports update. That's true. Oh, my God. And sports uh, updates on Woodward Sports. Holy crap. It's like, well, obviously, there's nobody in control over there. They just go on and on. Seven, eight minutes. Highlights of this day in sports history. It's like, holy shit. Oh, is that his feature, it's this okay. day in sports history? Because well, doesn't no. he love that? It used to be. Yeah. But then... Take half the quarter hour doing there, the update. Yeah, there, there became some management and some people that were critiquing, and that was eliminated. <laughs> he yeah. cannot do a sports cast that's less than four minutes long. Yeah, it's impossible. Nope. Even at 4 o'clock in the afternoon when there's nothing Damn new it. to report. Hey, even after you left in the morning, he couldn't do one really short. <laughs> well, the morning out. would be a little more reasonable, but still shouldn't be more than a couple minutes. Well, stuff we could talk about, too. We don't, yeah, there's exactly. No, there's really no new update in the morning. Did you do it at the bottom and the top of the hour? I don't even, I don't even really remember. I just know how long. What, God bless him. Didn't he feel as though he needed to sort of supplement since Drew wasn't with you guys? No, you. no, was he was Ryan, was right? There. No, I was with uh, Belizean, Sean. Oh, Sean Belizean. That's yeah. bullshit. He did, it, he did it to me too. <laughs> and he was told millions Next. of times, "We don't need more than forty-five seconds." Mother so he would effort. He would do like a minute <laughs> ten, and then he'd do a minute twenty, and then by the end of the week, it'd be three, four minutes again. <laughs> I don't give a <laughs> damn. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, um, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Well, then, uh, then Asshole. our. <laughs> Then uh, there are our friends at Ghostbusters. 
So they've uh, got the small batch craft cannabis uh, with caregiver-owned and operated owners that actually work the garden and manage the operation and ensure quality. It goes Budsters. That's why they've won six Cannabis Cup Awards. Isn't that coming up, too? Each crop meticulously hand-trimmed by actual growers that care and are passionate about their trade, not corporate entities. And their premium packaging ensures the product stays fresh. And you can find it at Vibe All Locations, King of Buds in Monroe, Information Entropy in Ann Arbor, Breeze and Shango, both in Hazel Park, Dispo, Romeo, Joyology in Westland, Green Genie in Detroit, Puff in Utica, Mindright, New Baltimore, Remedy Room in Bay City. And I turn a couple of friends onto it. One could not go back up the stairs. Nice. Well. <laughs> and yes, Trudy, the Cannabis Cup. She was so is relaxed. Coming at the uh, end of March, March 20th through Nice. 30th, so. In Clio? Is it Clio? Yeah, Clio used to have it. Mama Clio. Uh, cool. Who's there this year? Uh, this oh. one looks like it's in Detroit. Oh. Oh, oh I need to uh, really need to see who the guests are, see if we can get some on. Did you see the disbursement of uh, tax money from marijuana sales throughout the state? Oh, yeah. We got money, didn't we? What? Uh, yeah, and you get money based on how many dispensaries you have in um, the county or in your city. Oh. What county do you think got the most? Ooh, um, uh, Wayne. I'm going to say Washtenaw. You got it. You nailed really? it by a mile. They got so much money from it. Wait, where's Hazel Park? Uh, that's o- that, that's uh, Oakland County, County still? No, yeah. that's Wayne, right? Oh, is it Wayne? Yeah. Is Wayne County? I think, yeah. seems like Hazel Park has a lot of well, Detroit. cannabis <laughs> business. No, Detroit doesn't, no. Well, um, boy, I tell you, the, the, the way this machine called Michigan government is working and just <laughs> utilities, et cetera, is just outstanding. DTE has actually come up with $35 credits for people wow. who lost power for 96 hours oh, or exciting. more. So that's about 35 cents an hour. That's really, what a deal that is. <laughs> I mean, those people don't have heat, right? I mean, even no, if you have gas, no, you have don't nothing. have heat because it's so like electrical. a wood-burning stove, but yeah. Right. No, all their so food probably spoiled. Freezing their asses off on top of all that? Hell yeah. Or they're in a hotel, Wait, which the fu- most hotels again. are more than 35 cents an hour. Would the food really spoil, though? I mean, it's freezing. Put it outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agreed with that. Uh, well, fro- I guess it's been freezing temperature the whole time for stuff in the freezer. Yeah. Be, yeah, maybe not. But it's a pain in the fucking ass. Well, more than anything, it's an inconvenience, yeah. yeah. Uh, are the traffic lights on Woodward all going yet? Yeah, they are. They are? Hey, hey, only 125,000 people didn't have power this morning. Oh, still 125. So there's new people without power because of the new storm. How are you getting through? Really? How do you get through? Uh, uh, What is it, five or six days? There's some people who have have not had power since Wednesday. And Friday is, it's coming again. There's going to be another big storm. Yeah, so we expect to lose power. I mean, it's honestly, I wish they would stop making these offers because they just make people angrier. It's insulting. Their PR department is as bad as their providing power department. Yeah. The commercials they they run piss people off. They go, spit it. I mean, nobody wants to see a DTE commercial. Just give the money to the media and tell them not to run any commercials. So hope for the favorable (laughs) coverage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, honestly. Why do you ask for a rate increase in the middle of this? (laughs) you wait? Just wait. Nice timing. Just wait. Their performance is worse than the hurricane states. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, the hurricane states have higher standards. You know, they, their grids got destroyed, and so then they rebuilt, and they had to rebuild the new standards. But oh, true. Except we are by for, far, in a way, the worst grid. But except, we don't, well, except for Texas, though, that where they let you buy whatever. You can just you well, know, like Texas, buy a month's worth of energy from one company and switch They're to on that. their own. Like, there's three yeah. major grids in the country. Yeah, they don't have any. They are their own. 
Uh, but as far as being on the other grids, we are by far the worst. It's not even close. No, I mean, you know that. If you've lived anywhere else, this is what killed me because I was bitching about this years ago because I'm like, I've lived in multiple states. I've never lost power this many times. I just thought it was so weird. And then I really thought it was weird that most people living here didn't think it was a big deal because they were used to it. used to it, yeah. So now it seems that they have actually out, they have underperformed their typical underperformance to the point that people are actually going, wait, this seems really, really crappy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure nothing will change. No. Well, but, although, you know, it's um, Windsor was out without power for four days, so he's really been digging into this because I think he's so pissed about it, Sean Windsor. Oh, Sean Windsor? <laughs> and he said there's a collective in the Ann Arbor area that wants to wants the city to buy that part of the grid from DTE so they can just manage it themselves. Yeah, but that, that's... Like, well, like a co-op, <laughs> which makes... Work. But But a co-op <laughs> is a non-profit, whereas this is a public utility that's publicly traded, so they're beholden to shareholders. Well, so are they then... Do they have backup in case whatever happens? Like, maybe the great... The, the original people in the door are great, and then I, the f- I, successive I, people... I, I like that they're I, thinking you, outside the box. I'm though. not an expert in co-ops. I don't... I really... I think we should probably not flesh this whole thing out. But I just like the idea. I mean, it's that an idea, but they're trying something different because it sucks so yeah, bad. Yeah, because they're so frustrated. And no one's doing anything else. No, no I appreciate that they, they're trying something. I've been doing wanting. news long enough to remember when they had to come up for a rate increase, both in Ohio and here, and you had to go before the Public the board. Utilities mm-hmm. Board, and there were always you know big town hall meetings. Now I remember. The, they were saying there was going to be a town hall meeting, but now they're virtual. So, of course. Well, so you we'll don't see. have people there. I expect nothing to improve. That's just my expectation. It's easier to live that way because then when it happens, you're not as angry because you don't expect any better. And that's like we talked about yesterday uh, the slogan, deal with it. I mean, I think it's a great slogan. Mm-hmm. Save for a generator. Our service will probably get no better. If anything, it'll get worse. I mean, if they took that approach, I would respect them more. I, I would. They're that bad. I love the idea of incentivizing generators, though. I mean, but, I but think that's, that's really important at this point. No, People should not have, have to buy a generator, You shouldn't have to, though. but you should. Shouldn't you? No. Here you should. Here, yeah. I no, think you have to. Yeah. You should think long and hard about it. You should prepare for, money, for wherever you are. Yeah. How many people have, how many... Yeah, go tell it How to many the people states Detroit, do you think people right? feel like, well, if I'm going to live in that state, i got to spend another ten grand on a generator? No, because you don't lose power. Except it doesn't if, happen. Except if we all have to buy generators, then the price has to come down a little bit. No. <laughs> um, okay, here's a here's another weird radio story. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this. There is a morning guy from Wild ninety four point nine in San Francisco who's been missing since Thursday. JV. Wow. Wait, did you hear the update on it though? No. No credit card use. Yeah, I knew that. No cell phone movement. Oh. Right. And the last thing he did was he updated his last. Instagram post. An right. It's one. very basically oh. appears that he's Thank off you everybody himself. for Wait, yeah. How are his ratings? <laughs> oh uh, I'll check in a minute. Uh thank you for how a wonder- dare you, Trudy. <laughs> thank you for a wonderful life filled with joy, laughs. I don't know why I didn't think actually I did think of that. I just didn't do it. Uh, thank you for a wonderful life filled with joy, laughs, pain, and struggle. It's been a great jury uh journey. Your support and prayers meant the world. Ooh. Oh. Wow. Yeah, that's a Sad. that's a farewell. What the fuck? I mean, he's married to a Playboy model, by the way. Named she's Natasha. hot she's as really, shit. Yeah, she's very fucking hot. And I guess she's on the show. Oh, or she's part know. of the show. Oh, is and she, she showing up for work? I don't know. In light of fact, he's missing for six days. Um, <laughs> Are you diligent or not? They've been married for 17 years. Wow. She is 
two million followers. Oh, wow. So I would say she probably can go Wait. without the income. If, uh, she has two million? Two million followers. It said in the story. Oh, I thought it said 16. Million? Oh, oh on six- Facebook, she has 16 million followers. Mm. 16 million on Facebook? His loved ones, including model wife Natasha Yee, who has more than 16 million followers on Facebook. Wow. I didn't know she was nude everywhere. She's a Playboy model. Oh, she's got a lot of nudes. Beautiful. She must have OnlyFans, too, I suspect. She she does like that sitting position picture <laughs> quite a bit. The man spreading one? <laughs> oh, yeah. Airing it out? Uh-huh. Huh. <laughs> oh, they even they share an Instagram that has 8,000 together. That must be for the show. That's so cute. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. There's, there's going to be no she nudes has, on that she one. She has 2 million followers for her private Instagram 8,000 for their shared Instagram. <laughs> Can we see the shared Instagram pictures, please? I have a feeling they're going to be much, much less revealing. Well, there's videos. Like... BTS care. fan stop trivia battles. This is the first battle. Okay. Nobody cares. Okay. I don't want to see his trivia battle. It's just all stuff regarding the show. Oh, it's them being together. Yeah. Okay, promos. It's great. I mean, there's no nobody scantily clad. Yeah, she's never she's never scantily clad around him. So who cares? But if you go to her yeah. personal one, oh, oh yeah, my god, oh my god, smoke show. <sighs> Wait, go up to that. Oh, the one above it. Though. Look at this under boob. Oh man. Oh my god, I love your lips. That might be the most under boob I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it, with when someone's allegedly wearing a top yeah. of some kind. <laughs> hey, by the way, did you guys see Audrey Plaza at yes. the Sega Awards? Did you talk about it? No. No. Oh. Uh-uh. Make sure this is in the podcast. Uh, I did hear part of it, and I didn't hear you talking about that part. We did not. Um, but Uncle Rico, when they went up and they were accepting John their Grease. awards, yeah, yeah. sort of nudged her and was like, underboob is showing. And she was kind of like, what? You know, like gave him the, a look. Right. But it was showing. But, but no one, w- what people were struggling with was the fact that they won the biggest award, the SAG Award mm-hmm. for Best Ensemble. Yeah. And they're all on stage, and she's, like, cursing under her breath. Like, Jesus Christ. They said and somebody <laughs> hit her in the face with an elbow. No, they didn't hit her. They almost hit her oh. with an elbow. She did not get hit. But I guess, I think she was mad because she was shuffled to the back. Uh-huh. There were, you know, all the guys were up front and I don't know. But when he was talking about this is what people were kind of pissed about. I think was when he was talking about the earthquake victims in Syria. Oh, she's like, oh, really? Is that that something everybody's thinking about? (laughs) Anyway, she she muttered and they had lip readers. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Like, who cares about the earthquake victims? I'm I'm a team Aubrey there. I mean, at that moment, yeah. yeah, There's a time and a place for everything. I'm not really sure. But I don't really know if that's why she was so pissed because she, I mean, if she almost got elbow, because she didn't get elbow. She almost got elbow. Is that really, you just won the ensemble. Shouldn't you kind of perk up? She's kind of a salty person anyway. Yeah. Sort of by nature, so. I don't know. Um, I thought that dress looked really great, though. I like sure, I like the underboob part. <laughs> San Francisco radio ratings. I can't stop looking at this girl. I know she's gorgeous. gorgeous. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. She's fire. Well, I I couldn't help mm. wondering if maybe there was something askew there for him to post something that she she's doesn't know about. Pity. I don't. And wouldn't you think that you suicide though? You know, it's always more than one thing. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what are the call letters? Uh, let's see. Wild 94.9. Uh, 
Is it WLD? It's going to be K something. A K, I think it's K. They're all K. Uh, it's a rock station, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. KUFX has a 2.1. I almost went to work at KUFX. KYLD. KUFX. KYLD. Oh, because they're known as Wild. Wild. Okay, they're doing a... That's oh, it's a CHR. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, now that figures. And the other CHR is well ahead of <laughs> that, them. What does that mean? <laughs> that figures? KM- From uh, what I was seeing, you know, oh, it just okay. looked very CHRE. When you're oh. listening to nothing but the best of oldies, you're listening to Magic 98.9. <laughs> uh, KMVQ, the CHR, is doing a 4.3. KYLD is doing a 2.7. However, a 2.7 in San Francisco, which is market four, I think it's yeah. four, is they probably make some money on that. Yeah. Um, hmm, God, that's another one where they got an AM with a seven share. KCBS. Jeez. And KNBR, all sports, 3.9. That's pretty good. Yeah. I really want to hear that girl on, on the radio, hear how she sounds. Yeah, I'm sure she's, she's probably so good on the air that her appearance has nothing to do with her success. <laughs> Would you like she to pass the Janicean test? Let's see. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to be morbid, but yeah, let's hear. Well, Why not? I'm trying to find one with her and not Hillary him. Duff, you know that you being here is actually causing some like major stress in JV's marriage, right? Why? Selena, do you want to tell her? Oh, no. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so JV has a major crush on you. You know what? I'm just going <laughs> to... This guy's surrounded by beautiful women. Yeah. And his wife, Natasha. So look at it, Hillary. These are official. This is what happened. These are real. First, the the text that's not on here, Hillary, I texted my wife and I said, hey, so 1130, I'm supposed to interview Hillary Duff. I forgot about it. So we're not going to meet for lunch. Wait, you forgot about it? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) We were doing pushes. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, you're killing it today, dude. So, yeah. um, and then, well, she's so, not even on this one, so who no, cares? I don't think she is. That's lame. Well, and the story is that he has a huge crush on that other smoking hot chick. Hillary Duff. Oh, I, th- I think. I oh, think that's I, Hillary Duff. Uh-huh. I think I have a she clue. She looks really good there. Yeah. She looks amazing. I think I have a clue as to why he's missing. Okay. I can't believe I'm bald. <laughs> he does have a shaved head. He's very <laughs> manicured, too. I mean, I notice his eyebrows are very yeah. mm-hmm. well manicured. Hmm. Um. What's I'm going to guess this. Uh, Natasha. Okay. I probably should have left a trail of breadcrumbs. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. You guys are terrible. How often can you use a drop like that? I mean, you only have so many opportunities for that drop. <laughs> um, I'm just going to guess that something, something in the marriage maybe has something to do with this. It's hard to think it wouldn't. Anytime you have I mean, a missing person. If you're, you know, ratings are good, you're... Doing I think, well, it's I think their ratings are okay. I don't think the ratings are the story here. Because I could see the previous months, too. They were pretty pretty flat. Yeah. But uh, he, he did, you know what? He was out of work for a while with Lyme disease oh, in 2021, wow. but they made it sound like he had recovered. Oh, that's a, that's a shitty thing. I know. Man, that takes a really long time. Do you ever get over that, by the way? I don't know. I was wondering the same thing, because... Remember Rob Cress on Channel 7? Yeah. He had Lyme disease. He never worked again. Yeah. Wow. I wonder how that guy's doing. Is Rob, Rob Cress still around the area? I, mean, no. I believe he is. I, I, mean, think that was we, a, I think we know somebody who dated his daughter. Okay. I mean, that was just bizarre. Because I, I remember when he went off and I thought, oh, well, I guess he'll be coming back at some point. And then, no. 
and I think Sminty did a story about it, and it was one of those things he was managing forever. Yeah. How is Sminty, by the way? I know. Where is Sminty? Where is Sminty? I have to check in with Sminty. Uh, I should have thought of that when, when Don Shane passed away. Okay, so, Colin, we have his phone number. Yes, we do. There's Natasha. Let's see if we can see any vibe, any weird vibes. Mm. Two million. Who's that guy in audio, the please? It's a G. You know, home is home. So yeah. that's always like a whole extra level of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's, it's just different. You know? So I would imagine, <laughs> nice like as a guy, there's a few things that it's like, whoa, the feeling. Like if you dunk on someone mm -hmm. and you're probably, you play ball? Oh, here. Uh, uh, two minutes in, she finally gets the mic to well. ask a question. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So you're out on tour. Are you behaving yourself? What a um, great question. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. how like how do you handle all the randoms trying to get to your hotel? Best, best behavior. Good question. Always always you behaved. Sure? <laughs> so and she said, how do you handle the randoms that are just not listening? They're yeah. trying That's to get to the hotel. That's such a good question. I mean, you feel me? You gotta you gotta move right. <laughs> <laughs> so your you album, uh, it, you it's absolutely you move incredible. Right. Um, okay. Just on a personal level and through your music, once in a while you use your platform okay. to speak I'm up. I'm done with I this love story. it every time. Mm -hmm. It's not like you no, do it stupid question. But when you or LeBron does, sometimes... Okay. Why the fuck would you ask some shit like this? So, <laughs> I hope he shows up. So she's a big part of the show, apparently. I mean, she's on this interview. I don't know why she's not in the Hillary Duff. Maybe because they're supposed to go to lunch. But <laughs> she's, she's wildly out of his league, isn't she? Wild, yeah. That's yeah. the call. Yeah, there so, you go. Yeah. 121,000 on Twitter as well. I mean, 2 million followers. followers. <laughs> yeah. You have to wonder if that wouldn't be... Difficult. It's yeah, a theory. Although, I mean, the Lyme disease. Wow, wait, what's she doing in that one? Looks like she's That's naked. some video diary. She's not. There's nothing covering her. Oh, you were done with the shoulders. <laughs> I am, but then I saw that video and I was brought <laughs> back in. <laughs> you better, oh, better careful. Okay. So, um, the uh, Murdoch case is not done. No, it's still going right now. Did they go out today on their field trip? Not yet. Not yet. Nope. nope. They were still. That is some uh, bullshit, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think so. The defense. We were talking that about the, that before. The defense um, arranged that. Yes. Of yes. course. I thought they were done. No, they should be. They actually, it seems like they should be done now. The defense is spending a lot of time. I think they're trying to drag out the period between when the uh, the, the person charged was telling so many lies. I mean, it was like Whopper Fest. Whopper, it was Whopper Stock. Whopper. Like two days. <laughs> Whopper I, I've never stock. seen anyone on the stand explaining so many lies. It was Whopper. amazing. And and honestly, I thought I thought he was so full of shit. He's obviously good at what he's doing. I mean, if somebody has to explain a lie, he's probably a good person to do it. But yeah. I don't know how you avoid... The timeline. It's so fucking obvious. And he lied about it. Well, they must be interested in the timeline if the jury wants to go to the crime scene. Does the jury really they... want to? Or yeah. did the defense want to take them? Because I thought yeah, they could they say were no, explaining... right? The judge could say no. He said okay. He, he, yeah, they said that it was unprecedented for them to actually grant the field trip. They wait, didn't... wait, wait. The OJ jurors went to OJ's that house. That was the last time they'd done something That's like that. That's the last that. time? Are you kidding? Yeah, in a case like this, yeah. Because they did it so sketchy and they changed the entire house to make it look like oh, yeah. OJ Simpson was... Well, you're telling me they... I wouldn't put the Murdoch to, to move the kettles a mile away further or something. <laughs> Three years later. You know, I don't give a fuck what they do. It's very simple. 
He he claimed he wasn't there. He got busted by the video, and then he said, "Oh yeah, I was there. I lied because I was crazy. so fucked up on opiates." Well, they need uh-huh. to they need to reiterate that because this morning they were they were talking like they're, what they're trying to do is just get one juror, just one juror, exactly who doesn't believe it, who believes the two gun theory now that they are pushing really hard. Well, I'll I, get up to it now. It's bad. The expert on the two-shooter theory who was presented, you know, is this incredible expert. And he uh-huh. testified for the defense, of course. The prosecution gets to him, and it turns out that um, this expert, and this is true of a lot of experts, he had not been to the crime scene until last week. <laughs> so I don't know why he's such an expert. He I, also was wow, given— Wow, he looks like a real pro. He also was given the entire case file, which he— admitted he did not read yeah well no he was too busy going to the bank to cash that check yeah he's only Make paid sure the checks cleared making eight or ten thousand dollars that's not enough to read all the case yeah, file geez. are you kidding me what you make god i don't want to be he's an a expert. pro yeah what can i be an expert at uh radio <laughs> where, not even that where radio people are today because you said it was such confidence <laughs> no there are uh the people, they just go from trial to trial being it's expert witnesses ridiculous. all the time. It's total bullshit. They're, and by the way, isn't that weird that the expert always agrees with the side they're paid by? That's <laughs> so weird. Uh, bizarre. Whatever. I, I, I'm worried about this because I so think he did it. There's no reason for anyone else to kill these people. Nope. And he lied his ass off. How could you possibly lie about something so germane? <laughs> To the case. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, he was never going to acknowledge that he was there if they hadn't busted him. Yeah, they fucking busted him. Yeah. So then he says, oh, yeah, I was there. It's crazy. You can't what let him get away with that. What was it that made you want to lie? So anyway, I predict that if they don't convict him, I think it'll be a hung jury. Yeah. And I think they will try him again. And I think they will convict him. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. Hasn't that entire town been swindled by him? And if yeah. that happens, so many there's going to be like four people that die in between his next trial. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Seriously, because death just follows this family no matter what. If No matter if you're a gay kid walking on the road, if you're a hot girl who's driving in a boat. A woman or, walking down the stairs. Yeah, a woman being I'm a, telling you, though, a maid. in cold cases, it seems like the further it gets away from the actual crime, the more likely they are to convict him. And you would think it'd be the opposite because evidence is lost, witnesses die. But honestly, when you look at it from a long distance and you go, I think a lot of these years go, well, who else would have done it? Nothing well, else died. came they, up. They floated that ridiculous vigilante theory. <laughs> well, I'm just saying there's some stupid jurors. Well, out there, let's Drew. not forget that he just tried to do the phony kill him thing. Yeah. He just stole $11 million from his law firm. He ripped off all these people, including a disabled guy, for a million dollars. I mean, the children of the woman who, quote-unquote, died in his house when she tripped over his dogs. How much of the how much does the jury hear that? Have they heard all that stuff? How um, much of that's admissible? I mean, the money, I the money, yes. Which I guess if the crime is tied to the money, they should hear about that. That only came up because the defense brought it up. Yeah. That was a screw-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as Gloria Satterfield, I don't know, but it sure seems germane to me because the... he stole $4 million. I mean, he had every incentive to set that up. Yeah. What is the vigilante theory? Who? Oh, because he Somebody was... mad at Paw, Paw, Paw because <laughs> of the boat crash. Oh, because of the boat crash. Okay. Okay, who's that going to be? Uh, 
What's your name? Uh, the girl that died. Mallory's, Mallory's parents. No, Paul, Paul. they said it was nobody related to the boat crash because there were all just all these threats on social media. It's like, have you ever yeah, been on social, social media? media? People that, that issue death threats on social media always, always follow up on the murder. <laughs> they always do. Two of them, too, by the way. There's two of two so vigilantes. It's fucking ridiculous. That would be ridiculous. the first internet threat to kill someone that actually happened. Yeah, yeah. I think it's what they're trying to get us known. to believe. But what are you referring to? I said, Paul, Paul, I should have known. Paul, Paul got so many threats. He didn't take serious. I'm just telling him, Paul, Paul, I should have known. And then after the merge, I'm going to clear Paul, Paul's name. No, he can't be cleared because he did it. He cleared it by it changing his it. fault. He cleared it by changing it to Paul, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Paul Murdoch anymore. Start calling him Pawpaw. Get a lot of sympathy for him. I love that they he's, busted him with that. Just trying to clear Pawpaw's name because he doesn't want the lawsuit back on him. That's why he's trying to. There's no he? clearing him in that boat. Right? No, no, there isn't. There's but no, and and that was the dumbest thing to say. Everyone else in the family's like, "What is he talking about? We want to find the people that killed Pawpaw and Mags. <laughs> Who cares about clearing Paul? He doesn't deserve to be cleared. I cannot take that seriously. Good God, Pawpaw. Fucking crazy. Don't forget about Max. Um, so did you guys hear about the, uh, I, I don't know if this is true. I don't, but I assumed it was. What? That the movie White Noise was about a small town evacuating when a train collided with a tanker. Yeah, I think they even used East Palestine. East Palestine. <laughs> why, isn't that, why isn't that what? all over the internet? Okay. I can't believe I just found that out. That wasn't in our train movies list. No. What is white noise? Uh, I don't know what white noise is. I have heard of the movie. It's not Who's the one in with uh, Adam Driver. Oh, I watched that movie. It's awful. <laughs> that's, this is funny because that's the same movie Eli said he watched and liked. And I'm like, what is that movie? And then as soon as we see it's Adam Driver, it's like, oh, yeah, that's the movie that sucked that's on Netflix. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, Adam Driver's usually pretty good in almost anything. That's but... funny. I had no idea that that took place in East Palestine. I thought it took place in California. Not in the movie. In the movie, it's I guess it was shot in East Palestine, too, oh, according wow. to this story. That's crazy. Yeah, so. it was shot all over, like, uh, northern Ohio. And I, I guess at some point, they at least went through East Palestine, so people are huh. trying to, I don't know, come up with conspiracy theories regarding what? it. Or, uh, oh, my God. It's a terrible movie. Uh, did Several you East Palestine residents worked as extras in the movie. Oh, my God. You what, can't make and what does that mean? I don't know. Is that relevant? (laughs) Nothing. That the the movie maker predicted the crash or maybe made it happen to draw attention to the movie. I don't know. I don't (laughs) know why people are so fascinated by it. People people go nuts over coincidences, and I always feel like, it's just a fucking coincidence. No, it's not. It's a grand conspiracy. (laughs) Um, You'll never believe what happens. what a coincidence. (laughs) Wednesday, as in the day most people are listening to this right now, Wednesday, this week, March 1st, people stop getting food assistance for COVID. What? Yeah, people have been getting food assistance for COVID. All this time? All this time. How come I have $95 to $250. Damn it, there's so many things I have not cashed in on. You just picked up a pen. Are you writing this down to get one day of food assistance? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, he wants a free lunch tomorrow. Steak. It's like looking at Brown's step at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Um, why would it go on till March first? I don't know. It was declared over by the president 
well, like seven months ago. Yeah. And it was over before that, pretty much. I mean, it's still going out. on. Savannah Guthrie left the Today Show with COVID today. What? How do you? Why do you have to leave? It's a cold. Did, you, did she leave in the past when it was? I'm sorry that I said that. Well, I if it was a cold, I hope she would have left apologize. too. Why not? <laughs> um, I, you know, that's a good question. I don't know because it's COVID and people still go, "Oh my God, COVID!" I have a conspiracy theory though. Okay. The Chinese balloon was sprinkling more COVID <laughs> sprinkling <laughs> over the United States as it passed through. Like a chemtrail? Yeah, like a chemtrail. No, that's you a great it. conspiracy theory. I love that. Yeah. Um, that's why, but why did Biden wait until he got to the Atlantic Ocean to shoot it down? Maybe he needed more. He needed it. COVID? Maybe COVID to manage. COVID to help his presidency? <laughs> Okay, I, by the way, I have a question. I know there's <laughs> it's been... It's done wonders for his presidency so far. <laughs> well, I didn't want to get into that, but... Okay, the balloon, we shot down three balloons, remember? we mm-hmm. One of them we missed with a $400,000 missile, mm-hmm. and then we hit it. We shot down the... Illinois... Uh, uh, the, the bottle cap balloon brigade's $13 balloon <laughs> yep. with a $200 transmitter on it. Why... Do we not know anything more about this? I mean, wouldn't you like because to know? Because that's it. Because that is. Okay. <laughs> but wouldn't you like to hear some discussion of, or maybe, yes, we did the right thing shooting that down, or no, we overreacted and we should not have shot that down. I would think there'd be reporters who would be really wanting this to be disclosed. Nah, that was two weeks ago's news. We move on. Whatever happened to monkeypox, we move on. Wait, shooting $400,000 missiles at Aerial and missing. things and, and, missing. and missing. Do they even bother getting that one that's in the Lake Huron? No, I, I, don't, I don't know, know that they even they found they it. Can. But of course you can. That's a shallow lake or shallower. Sure. The bottle they cap, probably know it's just some bottle ocean. cap brigade balloon again. Well, we'll they never about. found the bottle cap balloon brigade balloon. It's because we blew it to shit. And, <laughs> blew it up. And by the way, the bottle cap balloon brigade got calls from the FBI Almost to me, like, what are you flying up there? And I'm like, mm, weather balloon. And those guys were so freaked out. Jim Bentley was trying to call seven or eight different people, and none of them would answer the phone. One guy answered the phone and said, oh, no comment, and hung up. I mean, they, they're scared shitless because of that terrible weather balloon they sent up there that got shot down. So those guys are all afraid. They won't even say a word. But neither will anyone else. Why is there no more? Wouldn't you think there would be some information about what we did? Well, I think Shooting down three balloons over the United States of America? Isn't that kind of a big deal? I think it was a little bit of an overreaction. Yeah. I mean, I think it is too. But it just seems like, you're a, oh, whatever. Well, since when do we say, oh, whatever? Well, I guess actually we do say it. All the time. Monkeypox, murder hornets. We just, we forget about it. No, no, don't, please don't include monkeypox and murder hornets with three (laughs) balloons we shoot down. No, this is, um, somebody, people keep sending me this, and actually, I think we played it on the show, so thanks for listening to the podcast. (laughs) Bill Maher, when he's talking about the media, and he's saying, the media, and he's talking to somebody who I think is very defensive about the media, and he's saying, the media, they, they don't. They not only have bias, but they leave things out all the time, or they let things go, or they ignore things. And that's exactly kind of what this is. The race I, to the next story is what it is. I cannot imagine if Trump, uh, I hate doing this, but if Trump shot down three balloons, don't you think the media would not just say, eh, whatever. I don't think they would. Because people go sh- ape shit over Trump. And personally, I think that they should care about the three balloons. I don't know why they don't. Okay. 
maybe it's a bigger story than we know it is, and they're doing some sort of I don't know, cap Area Fifty One examination. Is up to something? Could it maybe not be the Bottle Cap Brigade? I don't. I mean, yeah, sounds like it. I mean, but but, but, but there not, you go. I mean, does that require a little more interest? I mean, shouldn't somebody be interested in this? I want to know why we're still aren't shooting balloons down. Well, there are shooting like four down a day. That's just it. There <laughs> are a lot. There's a ton of them shit. up there. The bottle cap balloon brigade has another eighteen up there. Of course, and they have contacts with balloons. all of them. They send, they send weather like so many weather balloons up every day at the same time. But they're so, all just up there rotating around. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're just these guys are hobbyists. They're just hobbyists who are really yeah. into ham radio, and they they have these antennas on the balloons, and they get. Information and they're out there with their radio-controlled box. A lot of yeah. people um, steering them. A lot of yeah. people take pictures. Oh my god! Send, the, send it up with the camera. Take pictures. Curvature of the Earth type shit. Yeah, bunch of nerds. There's a lot of nerds out there. It's fun. So try if, it, Trudy. If that one was on so that. bad, it had to be shot down with a four hundred thousand dollar missile. Wouldn't you think that the other eighteen would generate some interest? That's what I mean. Well, we should be or... shooting like four down a day at least. Okay. Well, what's going on there? Because it was a total overconfused. Yeah, I know. But you think that would be at least um, someone would want to divulge that or at least point it out. But it seems not really. Shoot out some of those. Ready for a bomb? Shoot down some of those hot air balloons, too. Can we wake up like dawn and go in the hot air balloons? (laughs) We have the footage. Oh, my God. I retweeted a video of Jackson on the diving board. Yeah. And he's kind of dancing on the diving board in his clothes and his real shoes and his hat. And then Macaulay comes up and gives him a little push. And he falls into the pool. A push, by the way, right on his buttocks. Yes, he did. Knowing Macaulay Culkin, he made sure. He schemed. He told me to go up on the diving board. And I went up there like a nut. Ah! No! The push. I will kill you, Matt. Oh. He's threatening Macaulay's life. Mag, I'm going to annihilate Mag. Is his, is that's funny. his nose still on? <laughs> I, I'm just wondering. When because he comes out of the water? That's, I had that to watch that a couple of times to see whether his face would just like... Well, first off, he's only 32 Float there. away. He's a lot younger. Oh, it's before oh, it's his first childhood? Is this his first childhood he's reliving? <laughs> yeah, he's just starting to have his first childhood. What's funny there is that he's fully dressed like he's at a concert because he's got yeah. the hat on and the yeah. red shirt and the black pants. The, the dancing shoes. Yes. The Macaulay then pushes the, him very lightly in his butt. And the reaction of a 32-year-old man is, I'll kill you! I'll kill you, Macaulay! After going, ah! <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? So, so weird. And we all it's we are just, just so like, hey, that's up. Jackson. That's that wacky Michael Jackson hanging out with Macaulay Coggin. Isn't it fun? What <laughs> fun is that? Look, he pushed him in the pool. He's all wet. <laughs> why? Why did we not respond to that in a different way at the time? Because what I'm trying to remember, it was a more innocent think? time, Drew. <laughs> I know it was, but I remember thinking. What the fuck is he doing with these fucking kids? What is? Why is this guy, this 32-year-old who could be, you know, meeting chicks on the road or, you know, doing whatever he does or, or having some beers with his brothers, why is he playing with a 10-year-old? It's fun. And Sean Lennon was with him all the time. It's weird. What the fuck? He really ruined it for any adult that wants to hang out with a kid just to play, though, you got to admit. childhood... Never growing up, magic, so flying. Ridiculous. <laughs> so stupid. And Jesus said to love the children and be like children. 
to be youthful and be innocent and be pure and that's honorable. The, that's the groom. He's to his apostles. He's grooming they were fighting us. over who's the greatest among themselves. And worked. he said, whoever humbled yourself like this child is the greatest among me. And he always surrounded himself like with children. And that's how I was raised to believe and to be like that. And to I don't see Jermaine that. with a bunch of 10-year-olds. I never heard Jesus say this. My favorite sport is a water balloon fight. <laughs> Why is LaToya a water balloon fight? I'm the Michael Jordan of water balloon fight. Do you see Janet Jackson hanging out with 12-year-olds all the time? I don't. <laughs> I got to tell you, I wish Michael Jordan would have taken acceptance, uh, like gotten pissed off about that statement and challenged him to a water balloon fight. That would be cool. <laughs> would destroy him. Michael Jackson awesome. is a homosexual pedophile. <laughs> but Jackson would have demanded that Macaulay be on his team. He still, Jordan would've, still would have tore him up. Jackson would have tried to bring two 10-year-olds or 12-year-olds into it, and Jordan went, oh, fuck. I forget <laughs> Jackson would be hiding behind him, peeking out. Oh, God. Extra close to his butthole. <laughs> well, how about on that note, living your best <laughs> life, which implies a great lifestyle and a few things uh, in addition to be able to see with precision 24-7 without dependence on annoying contact glasses or reading glasses. Uh, Dr. Yaldo is Michigan's most honored and experienced eye surgeon with tens of thousands of procedures performed. Of course, he does the LASIK, which leaves no room for error with the CAT system. 2015 vision for many people. Uh, the majority get better than 2020. And then the multifocal lens implants for people that have, can't see far or near. Anyway, uh, get in, make an appointment and see what Dr. Yaldo says. It may be that one of these is the right thing for you, or it may be that he wants you to wait for a while. Whatever it is, it's free. 1-800-398-EYES, 1-800-398-EYES, or go to YaldoEyeCenter.com. And Charlie LaDuff, still uh, got some tickets left for Charlie and White Boy Rick, as Charlie will be interviewing him one-on-one in a no-holds-barred interview live at the Andiamo Celebrity Showroom in Warren, Saturday, March the 18th. White Boy Rick will be telling the fascinating story of life before, during, and after prison. Audience members can ask questions. Tickets on sale now at Andiamo Showroom, andiamoshowroom.com, or 586-268-3200. VIP meet and greet packages are also available. You don't want to miss the real story, White Boy Rick, one-on-one with Charlie at the Andiamo Showroom, Saturday, March the 18th. And Manscaped, now got the beard hedger. Yeah, this is the one you see uh, John Daly with. Mm-hmm. God, that's funny. They got John Daly to do this. Oh, you know, you know who else is doing a beard hedger commercial? Pete Davidson. Yeah. Wait. God, he does so many commercials. Is he's got all? Is he getting Davidson becoming wearying? Oh yeah, for sure. He does a Hellman's commercial for Christ's sakes. I found the Taco Bell commercial was when I started feeling like, oh come on, or is he just cashing in like anybody he's should just cash, cash in? in. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, you think he made a shit ton of money on he's all gonna, those movies? He's gonna burn out quicker though by doing all this stuff. Could. Well, on people. Right. Um, also, he has a... Does he have a new girlfriend? Yeah. Ice Spice. Yeah. Who is his girlfriend? Ice, Ice Spice. Spice. <laughs> who is she? I don't know. Ice Spice. You don't know who Ice Spice is? Wait. Come on. Give no, me I the don't. Dude. Is this the new uh, new never, girlfriend? I've never heard of this person either. From the... Weren't they at a Lakers game or something? They're saying that this is a... Or a new new girl. This is a hoax. It's a fake dating uh, rumor and it's going viral. Whatever. Oh, it is fake? Well, who knows? Pete Davidson nails everything. Well, he's usually seen with whoever it is he's with. I mean, Emily Ratajkowski, even. Yeah, he's been with that one actress for a couple months now, the, the Asian one. I can't think of her name. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, he is uh, one of the many voices behind the Beard Hedger. 
The Beard Hedger Pro Kit, from a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to <laughs> manscaped.com and using the code DREW for 20% off and free shipping. This thing is really, I mean, all, pretty much everybody's been using it. Great. People love this thing. Well, they love all the Manscaped stuff. It's really good. 20 different beard lengths in just one guard, 20 haircutting lengths, uh, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. Plus, it's waterproof. You can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. It's got the titanium-coated T-blade. It's tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. And you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code DREW at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code DREW. So there you go. Uh, in honor of Savannah Guthrie having to leave the Today Show uh, with COVID, do you want to hear a Ted Williams clip of the day regarding the Today Show? He's talking about, oh, his appearance on the Today Show? Yeah. <laughs> well, I always want to hear the Ted Williams clip of the Ted day. Williams with you. That's right. <laughs> Celebrities are, are just like me. You know, when I met uh, Steve Harvey, I love Steve Harvey, you know. I love looking at his bloopers out of the uh, Family Feud. <laughs> met him, met Monique, you know, um, Queen Latifah, Will Smith. Um, these, these are early on when I first uh, uh, received this blessing, and I was in Hollywood. Hey, listen, one day I'm standing on 71 in Hudson. The next day I'm in Hollywood, California. Actually, I was in New York. On the Today Show. What? And I did the opening credits for the show. You know, I was uh, in, a, in a couple hotel rooms. Me and my dearly departed uh, girlfriend, Kathy, uh, were in a, in a hotel room. And she would always say to me when uh, the Today Show would come on, she would always say, Ted, because I would always say live from Studio 1A in Rock. I would always emulate the announcer on the Today Show. So one day I, I got up in the morning and I said, you know, it's the Today Show with Matt Lauer and Meredith Vieira live from. And she was like, stop doing that. She said, that aggravates me and you ain't never going to do it. January 4th, 2011, y'all. I was on the Today Show with Matt Lauer, uh, Meredith, uh, Al Roker, Ann Curry, and the host, the rest of the uh, gang over at uh, uh, 30 Rock, you know, on the Today Show. And uh, <laughs> it's just amazing what God can do in our lives. I would have never told what? anybody that I was going to be on the Today Show doing the opening credits and meeting Matt Lauer and Meredith and Al and, and them treating me like I was part of them. Okay, Ted, hurry up with the story. But listen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. So he just wanted to read wow. That is a long story, but quite well told. Yeah. Just wanted to let you guys know that he did that. The show is pretty much always about him. <laughs> I mean, everything about it is about him, isn't it? That's, That's what he knows. Until the guests, like, uh, the big guests like Will Smith come back. <laughs> Does he have a new show? He hasn't had one in a while, no. So I don't know if he's just in out of season or if he's faded. <laughs> he's out of season? But his, it, his last Golden Voice show with Ted Williams aired three months ago. Can I ask, what, you've suggested this many times, what makes you think he's out of season? <laughs> 
Oh, I don't know. Some people just do that. You know, they'll... Uh, they'll Some people just uh, do, do that. They'll do, <laughs> do X amount of... I've seen homeless people do that. I mean, 4D with Demi Lovato. Perfect uh, example right now. She is not putting out any... She's out That's of season. That's because it died. The show died. Yeah, she pod faded. Yeah. That show really died. It has got really... I've I mean, seen girls... Homeless people. Most um, <laughs> do uh, celebrity podcasts... They don't have really bad ratings because people just, they just like whoever it is. Yeah. So they have five-star ratings, but oh my God, hers were terrible. People could not, people do not like her. Even her fans, I assume. I was like a three, five, so somebody liked her. Um, Jerry Jones, oh boy, Jerry's got problems. What now? Well, he had a case dismissed in 2021 for sexual assault. A woman claimed, and this is this is the most disturbing part of this. This happened in the Tom Landry room. <gasps> oh no! At, you don't disgrace Tom Landry. No, never. Tom Landry was he was absolutely the straightest guy. So he's at AT and T Stadium for the uh, Cowboys Giants game. He's in the Tom Landry room, which certainly deserves some respect. Is he wearing a Tom Landry hat? Do you have to wear a Tom Landry hat to be in the Tom Landry? Room? I don't think so. I don't think Jerry Jones follows any should, rules. Though. Oh, that's a cool hat. 77-year-old Jerry Jones allegedly kissed a woman on the mouth and grabbed her without consent. Well, how old is he? He was 77, as yeah. I said, if you listen to the podcast. <laughs> anyway, the woman had severe emotional distress, psychological pain and suffering, and medical expenses. Yeah, uh, well. That sounds uh, a little yeah, she over the top. Gave she gave her something. She had to throw up. They had induced vomiting. <laughs> um, yeah, that... Could be. I was expecting it to be therapy or something like that. Yeah, I'm but sure. Anyway, it was it was dismissed, but then on appeal it was overturned. So I guess he's going to have to face this, or he's going to have to defend himself. Glory, oh. You know, he needs to <laughs> he needs to just pretend he's got dementia. That's that's the Jerry popular Jones. thing to do there now, was. right? Glory hole. I think he's just about to turn eighty. So the hog doing that. I mean, everybody. Everybody, everybody's doing it. He's Jerry Jones. He gets away with everything. So why would he? That's true. He likes people to think he runs the Cowboys too, but this is the timing is not great because he's also been ordered to take a paternity test. What? Yeah, it seems there's a. This isn't the first time. How old? How was? How old is the child? Twenty six. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, it's a 26-year-old girl named Alexandra Davis. And Jerry was apparently porking Alexandra's mom in the mid-1990s. A woman named Cynthia Davis, who, when Alexandra was two years old, uh, after much back and forth, she came to an agreement with Jerry Jones. Jerry gave Cynthia some walking-around money. And agreed to support Cynthia and the child financially mm-hmm. till she was an adult mm-hmm. with just one little caveat. She didn't reveal who she was. Well, I mean, is that your first option? You don't think maybe Jerry likes to spend weekends with a uh, beautiful little <laughs> Alexandra or maybe maybe birthday visit or yearly, you know, Christmas Eve or something like that? Oh, no, hell no. Nope. She's not a football player. So what does he care? You're right. The one caveat was, shut the fuck up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Don't ever reveal! I am the father ever! <laughs> so that was all. She just had to shut the fuck up, never suggest publicly that Jerry was the father, and he would support her. I, you know, I think he thought until she was an adult, 
But I'm not sure they felt that way because, well, what happened was Cynthia died. Alexandra's 26, no more funny money. So Alexandra has gone to court and she wants to be made an heir of Jerry Jones, which requires a DNA. It is a good move. Which requires a DNA test, and I guess I don't think Jerry was thinking that far ahead. He's just thinking, how do I get through the next fucking few years without this chick bothering me? I, I got a solution for up. him, though. You got a problem? You just throw some money at it and say, yeah. "Go away." And he did, but it wasn't enough because Cynthia and Alexandra they got used to a pretty big lifestyle. Oh boy! Apparently, he took pretty good care of them because they did a show. I don't know if anybody remembers this. In 2012, there was a show called Big Rich Texas. Really? You ever hear the show? No. Uh-huh. It was on the Style Channel, but it was sort of a, it was described as a low-rent mm. housewives. Oh, yeah. Like they were trying to kind of do the same thing, but with a different name. So it was called Big Rich Texas. And it was about five women and their daughters as they took on the Dallas social scene. <laughs> So it really was a lot like the Housewives of Orange County or whatever it might be. And here's the description of Cynthia, the mother. Living off a trust fund, spending her day shopping, and drinking wine at night. Those were her favorite things to do. And they said shows were full of cocktail parties, Botox parties, crab boils, mysterious wealthy boyfriends, and fashion shows. And uh, I guess... She would sound like she was living pretty high in the hog, and apparently, because Cynthia died, maybe that was the end of the money. Yeah, or he figured, I, I, well, I, I gotta be. Alexandra's an adult, and so she can't. She has to shut up. But, I too am very, very wealthy. I'm also an orphan. My dad ran out on me when I was just a kid. All he left was a batch of hepatitis <laughs> on the toilet seat. You know what I started thinking was. Alexandra was two years old when this arrangement was made. Alexandra could not agree to exactly. shut up. Yep. Yeah, and now so, that the person that you know made the agreement's gone. Yeah, I'm not poor. I expect the mom, as long as the money was coming, and the mom said, "Just shut the fuck up." Yeah. She didn't yell like Jerry did, but she told her very firm, firmly told her, "Shut up." <laughs> uh, and then mom dies. Alexandra gets to be in her twenties, and all of a sudden, you know, well, mom's money isn't going that far, and I'm used to being this trust fund brat. I'd have to work. Seems like what Pat still told you, Trudy. She didn't say anything <laughs> for years and years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pay you, Drew. You just shut up. <laughs> so anyway, before this can go forward, mm. he has to take a DNA test, which oh. was exactly what he did not want to do. Didn't he give his DNA to that woman he, yeah, who's suing he, him? That's how he gave it. Was, I'll that's take a true. DNA test on one condition. <laughs> you got to take it from this load. And he starts, you are the boss. Oh. Yeah, finally that woman had her mouth swabbed after Jerry made out with her against <laughs> her will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this will this will be interesting because she'll probably he'll be the father. Yeah, sounds like yeah, he will. this is much like Carl Malone, yeah. Hunter Biden. Although Hunter Biden's kid was only two, also, and everybody knows about it. But it seems that there's so many of these cases, and and I remember Frank Sinatra fought one of these for his entire life, <laughs> where these quote unquote famous people they just want nothing to do with their kid. Nothing. I don't get that. I don't either. Who the either. hell I, is Frank Sinatra? I mean, I'm. I was amazed, especially Frank Sinatra, who seems like kind of a, you know, in a weird way, kind of a family guy. Really? Well, he well, loved yeah. Junior. I mean, 
Except his, that his one son, kid that looks just like him, that uh, the Pharaoh. Kid. Oh yeah, Ronan, oh, yeah. Ronan, Ronan Pharaoh. His, his son ran the orchestra. He was close to his ex-wife. Oh. All those years later, he took care of her forever. He took, he took care of selected family. Yeah, selected family, and he selected not to take care of the that kid. <laughs> for whatever the randos reason. that just popped. I don't out know if that. Oh God, that's Cynthia's. She's quite striking. Mm-hmm. Where's Cynthia? Right there. Oh. Left before the yeah, putting their boobs to each other. What's that? Uh, is that the daughter in one? Of the, is that the daughter? Normal yeah. family photo. Yeah, because they were both on this show together. So okay. which one is Cynthia? The taller? The mom's on the yeah. right, I think. The older one. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell from that. Picture. No, the, the mom looks really good, which doesn't surprise me if Jerry was porking her. How did she die so young? Uh, I don't know. I mean, she would have been in her sixties or fifties. I suppose. Who knows? You're saying Jones knocked her off, Brandon? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> but um, it's just a, it's just incredible what a you know nice little chunk of change can do just to yeah. make everything go away. Yeah. It really does. It really works. Yeah. And all these NDAs and has he got it? Has he got a nice little chunk of change to keep Alex you know shut Jerry? up? Oh yeah. Jones, yeah. Oh, oh God. Why don't you just do it? Jeez. I think he will. In fact, that's uh, they were talking the. The story was kind of speculating, will Jerry Jones settle again? Oh, he, which means that he writes, you know, he takes another chunk of change and makes it go away. I mean, should, it's true. It's what people do. She demand to call, like, five plays in every Cowboys game. Wouldn't that be great? I'm if worth you, many that, billions of dollars. If you have that kind of leverage, wouldn't it be great to say, I'm going to call five plays in a game? <laughs> I, and I'll even just take the first quarter. Well, I'll tell you something a little more reasonable. Just draw up a ridiculous offensive play. Think I would expect her to demand a suite yeah. in the stadium oh, yeah. or something like that, which is what uh, Jimmy Ursay's mom got. Yeah, why not? Bob Ursay dumped Harriet, like, really late in life. They were married a long time, and he dumped her. Were they on opposite sides of the field so they could just glare probably. at each other through uh, <laughs> binoculars? Do you want to hear the she other? She negotiated that. That was actually pretty smart. Pretty back smart. Yeah, she yeah, got a suite. Huh. She did. Do you want to hear the other exciting NFL news today? Silence has been broken about Tom Brady by George Toma, the sod father. Oh, finally! Have you heard about this? No, I have not. So ESPN had a story here. The sod father, because everybody remembers how shitty the field was at the Super Bowl. It sure was. So the 94-year-old sod father who's overseen every, <laughs> he's the groundskeeper, he's the NFL sod groundskeeper. Father. He is very upset about what people oh. were saying. And now he's saying that the field should not have been watered that morning. It should have been kept outside. Well, then why did you let him water it? Well, he said he didn't. So now he's throwing Ed Mangan under the bus. He's the NFL <laughs> field director who was put in charge of the Super Bowl field and worked under Toma for years. He says he waters the hell out of it and puts it right in the stadium. And that's it. It never sees sunlight again. He can't do that. <laughs> it had a rotten smell, he added, saying that Wait, the grass had decayed. Why did it never see sunlight again? So that, that field moves in and out of the stadium. So he, Toma is saying that the guy watered it and then wheeled it right into the stadium. Oh, without letting it absorb and, and dry. It was indoors. Instead of letting it dry outside because that field's mobile. It moves I, in and out. Personally. Unless it was just spongy and wet. I have a hard time sick. believing that 10 hours later that field was that well, wet. Well, listen to what else he did. He didn't sand the field enough. He sanded it two weeks too late. It only had one sanding. He should have had two or three, but he didn't do shit. That's a good excuse. That's the only <laughs> excuse we'd accept. He said he didn't do shit, and that was it. Not only that, he didn't take care of it. He wouldn't listen to anybody. I think Toma's going to end up coming out of retirement. Here's a, another little clip. This is what he told the Levitard show. And yes, Mr. Mangan, don't lie. In your interviews with Phil Bogle, you lied. 
You blame the ryegrass for the cause of that disaster. Bullshit. I have used ryegrass for 27 years, and it wasn't any problem. And those first 27 years of using ryegrass, I only spent a thousand dollars on the field. The now we're spending eight hundred, seven to eight hundred thousand dollars, and give the players the horseshit field. That's bullshit. <laughs> Thomas coming up firing. Is that a terrestrial radio show? No, it's Levitard. It's a podcast uh, YouTube. They don't have a radio show anymore. Oh no! Oh, okay. Remember he left uh, ESPN with what a sweetheart deal. You got to keep a lot of uh, a lot of things, a lot of elements, and then wait, uh, what did they give him? Levitard? They wanted him gone. They fought with. They fought like crazy back and forth. Oh, about his content. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He wanted to talk about whatever he wanted to talk about, and they're like, just stick to sports. And so right. he's like, you know what? This isn't that working. That sounds familiar. He said, yeah, this is very familiar. <laughs> but he was he was honest with me. He's like, this isn't working out. You don't like it. I don't like it. Let's break this relationship up. And so they parted their own ways. He got to keep his team. One of the things he did too before. ESPN had all these cuts before they left, and they cut like two of his guys, one of his main guys. Um, so did he hire him back without telling him. He hired him back, Pat Still style, and paid him himself. <laughs> oh, which once they had their own typewriter <laughs> or a place to work. But but right after that is when they split from the company, and it, it was all bare bones. And then DraftKings gave him fifty million dollars to build out this whole metal arc media enterprise, which is doing nice. pretty fucking well. Wow. Yeah. No, that show's done really well. Hired, he always did. He hired John Skipper, who was the guy who ran ESPN and got run out of there for all his cocaine use. Remember, he had to go to rehab yeah, for yeah, cocaine. Uh-huh. And that was that, guy? that was Dan's mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So he's running that enterprise. Wow. Now. See, I would think that um, <clears throat> I would have thought that they would like Dan because he's just, he's not, in terms of politically speaking, he's on the right side of things. And he's they a very want, reasonable person. They didn't want any politics. They didn't want any non-sports stuff. Well, it's not like he talks politics all the time. He but He would. He would. He does? So he does now? Not not so much. But I really feel like the political landscape, believe it or not, has kind of died down. Don't you think? Well, he was also doing radio with ESPN during the whole George Floyd era. You that's know. what I mean, yeah. And that's the kind of stuff he yeah, wanted to talk I, about. Yeah, I guess. But I, I just don't know why they'd want to get rid of a show that was doing so well. I mean, that just seems so stupid for the ESPN, mystery, which right? is which is losing audience all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say a lot a lot of the problem, well, I don't know. I, the, the Some of the stuff on his show that was a problem came from the people he would have on, but he liked having them on. I love that old cuss. You had to have him Oh, I know. I love that George Thomas just coming out firing because he's like, fuck you guys for throwing me, you know. So angry about grass. Well, I, why was it? Why were they acting like he's such a hot shot and oh my God, look who's in charge of this field. It's George Toma, the sod father. I mean, they acted like this superstar and then the field sucks. So he took all the credit up front and then when the field sucks, it's not his fault. Because it, it was a nicey, nice story until the field sucks. Yeah, and then then it's then he has nothing to do with it all of a sudden. The NFL needs a fall guy, so they throw the retiring 94-year-old guy out there. Was this his last year? That's, yeah, he's retiring. Wait, yeah. Now, where was this? Arizona. So, yeah, do, yeah, do you suppose he lives there? Um, I don't know where he lives. Well, well remember his, what if we have a listener that works with his son? Hey, can we get Toma on now that he's breaking him, his silence? Uh, yeah, I'd listener. love to hear more of that. God, I, I want to know the difference between ryegrass and, and drying it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I want him to consult me on my front lawn. 
Oh, he must be so pissed that his Wikipedia had an entire controversy section opened just for this. <laughs> well, if they hadn't, if he hadn't bragged so much about being Mister Superstar Groundskeeper, the God of Sun, when the field sucked, the dude just wanted to retire and go off, and live a nice, happy life, and oh, like Tom Brady's doing under had, the bus. He had to get that last shot of media, just like Tom <laughs> Brady himself. Now. Oh, yeah. Mark, I think you were alluding to Tom Brady's new aspirations as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, Radar Online had a great... The story got so ridiculously big that they had to come out and deny it now that he's... He's not going to be a stand-up. Why would he be a stand-up well, think, comedian? That's I think, ridiculous. I think the reason it got out is because he's in negotiations with Netflix to be roasted. That's a lot different than being a stand-up yeah. comedian. Yeah. Uh, so is that roast going to happen? It's, it really sounds like it. I don't know when. The That'd greatest cool. roast of all time. It's the working time. On Comedy a, Central? or How bad Netflix. are they going to tear Tom Brady up in a roast? Are Netflix roasts any good? That's a good I've never question. seen a Netflix roast. I, I can't believe a Tom Brady roast will really, really, really be a roast. But I don't know. Yeah. I guess uh, I'd I mean, watch it. If he's going to let him make fun of his marriage, then it could be really good. And, you know, the ball thing. Or making out with his kid. Hey, it reminds I mean, me. There's I a got, lot of material there. Yeah, deflated balls. I got a... Uh, I got a message on, let's see, what was it? I think it was a message on Facebook by, man, I haven't heard from this guy in so long, the highest maintenance intern in history, Vinny Stubbs, actually sent a message like two days before the Super Bowl. It was just a picture of an Eagles helmet. <laughs> he sent me the same one. Oh, I didn't get what that. What the fuck was that? He sent me the exact same picture, and I, I had a brief conversation with him. Why is what? he so... Wait, why are you, why are you why holding, holding on on us? You're like Trudy with Pat Still. <laughs> well, did, did Vinny pay you money to shut up? Let's see. He also sent me that photo. Let's see. God, I have too many... I'm rattled. Did he say, is I'm he, rattled the Super Bowl's tomorrow. Can we reach him? Yeah, reply yeah. to it. Oh, no. I mean, can we call him? Yeah. I, I don't know if I have his number, but well, no. Well, that's kind of what I meant. I Reply mean, it doesn't tell me what serve much to. purpose on the show if we can't talk to him. I mean, I can call his number right now. Jeez. Well, I thought True. you said you didn't know if you had his number. I, I haven't talked to him in we years. We talk to Here, him. We talk about him, but we never talk to him. I love Drew that you think Brandon forgot how this works. <laughs> <laughs> that people actually have to hear. Well, he said he wasn't sure that he had his number, so I didn't know. When you don't call somebody in nine years, sometimes it's not the right oh. number. Yeah, but you have a million well, numbers. Why does Vinny Stubbs change his well, number relax, so often? Relax. This thought it was an opportunity. I mean, he sure was cocky about the Eagles. Why is he an Eagles fan? I wonder if he's still as high maintenance as he was. Guaranteed. Paul Financial Hotline, by the way, in operation, attempting to reach Vinny Stubbs. Hello? Hi, is Vinny there? You have the wrong number. What? This isn't Vinny Stubbs' number? No. Uh, have you ever, no. Did you ever get calls for Vinny Stubbs? I sure do. Oh, <laughs> oh you sorry. do? For many, for many years. Wow. <laughs> do, do they usually seem kind of shady when they ask for Vinny Stubbs? <laughs> no, I just laugh. Okay. So you don't know all Vinny? Right. Do you know Vinny at all? I, I do not. Oh. Do you feel like you've learned anything about him from all the strange phone calls? Uh, no, because I usually hang up quickly. I see. That's a good, that's a good answer is what you should Yeah, do. stay away from that guy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. 
She, you know, she thinks Vinny's in big trouble. All right, so here's the messages I had with Vinny. He sent me just the picture of an Eagles helmet on his kitchen table. And I just noticed that in the background he had like seven ninja appliances. So I just commented, <laughs> ninja makes great kitchen appliances. Not really, man. And then I sent a picture of mine. And he goes, wow, you're an aristocrat. And that's, that's all that happened. And then the Eagles lost, and I never reached out to say I'm sorry. Can you ask him for his current phone number? Yes. Why would he change his phone number? Probably some high-maintenance activity oh, yeah. led to a phone number change. What is he doing now? He's a working man. He's a family man. Yes. Did he marry into kids, or does he have his own kids? I think he married into kids, okay. or at least he's engaged. All right. Stubbers! Well, um... See, I was going Stubbs reminded me of something else. Let's see, what was it? Oh, um, no, this has nothing to do with any Stubbs. Actually, I was following today uh, the Tory Lanez development. Oh, no, what's what now? Tory Lanez, okay, he shoots a girl for fun when he's really, really drunk. Dance, bitch! You know, he gets bail. He's not allowed to go near her. He does in costume with the baby. He goes on stage with Megan, who he shot. Um, also, he possibly obstructs justice, talking to the only witness, Megan's friend, who suddenly will not talk to Megan, is no longer her friend. Does an album trolling her, calling her a slut, and suggesting that she's lying, of course. Other rappers join in on the fun. I mean, even Drake was trolling her. Trial finally takes place. He's guilty as fuck, uh, including a jailhouse call where he admitted to shooting her. Although, um, the evidence was overwhelming. I don't think they even needed the jailhouse call. She should call. be on uh, calls from the inside. <laughs> she should be where the hottest murder victim ever came from. By the way, is there a list of the hottest murder victims? Because we always look at the hottest mug shots. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Quite a list. Anyway, uh, so then he gets a new attorney after he's found guilty. And the judge immediately moves sentencing back a month. And I'm like, well, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Because he has a new attorney. Who cares? So they today was the day. It was supposed to be January 21st. And they moved it to February 28th or 27th. And his attorney re reveals that uh, I'm still reviewing the case. And the judge points out that you haven't even filed an appeal. And he says, well, I'm not ready. I'm still re reviewing the case. So they have now moved sentencing to April. What the fuck? April. So that's a whole three years after he did it, right? Yeah. It at least it seems to me. And uh, in in hearing attorneys talk about it, it sounds to me like what they're trying to do is drag out this pending appeal. And they feel by dragging out the pending appeal that they can justify springing him and saying, well, he should be out while it's under appeal. Oh, come on. Which does happen. Uh, in fact, who is the guy... Oh, what's his name? I mean, there there are precedents for this. They also but, lifted the gag order so he can start rapping about it again. Oh, they did? Mm -hmm. Oh, great. So he can get more, so many more uh, streams. Yeah. I fucking hate this guy. I mean, first of all, he's such a fucking liar. He goes all over the... I didn't do it, this slut. I can't believe it. I fucked her, by the way. You know who his other lawyer is, right? Not his main lawyer, but the secondary lawyer. Who? Jose Baez. We've talked about that before. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, this sounds... So Jose Baez knows what he's doing. I'm just so sick of this moving... But no, sentence him. Fucking sentence him. They can yeah. appeal. They can appeal the sentence. They can appeal the verdict. Whatever. Why can't they sentence him? You mean tell me this is the first time someone's appealed before the sentencing? Really? 
People appeal all the time. They appeal the minute the verdict happens. They don't. They don't. Uh, they don't keep pushing back the sentencing, do they? I mean, what is just because it's under appeal they can't sentence him? Doesn't everyone appeal everything? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This story here says that it's not apparently not unusual, but that just seems to be a scam of sorts, right? To change your legal team to delay sentencing. Defense lawyers frequently request more time to prepare for sentencing or to prepare post-verdict motions, such as motions for a new trial. Well, I cannot imagine what they have to appeal in this case anyway. It just seems like they're looking for some bullshit thing to get them a new trial and then, you know, try to get stuff thrown out, whatever. I don't know. I'm sick of this guy. The guy they hired is the guy that got Snoop off in 96. Oh, good lawyer. Wow. And Jose Baez, you know, wouldn't it be nice if Jose Baez actually took some cases where, you know, somebody really needed some help? <laughs> well, Instead yeah. of going for these scumballs? to help Jose Baez. Yeah, but, but he picks the worst. Casey Anthony? Has anyone hated anyone more than the entire world hates Casey Anthony? Uh, not our listeners. She's, she's the worst. Our listeners love her now because we never oh, talked no. about it. We never talked about it, but uh, after that after that documentary, I had... Oh, that's just a few people. No, I would say... Eighty percent of the people that commented on the on the documentary said Casey Anthony is innocent now. She is so not innocent. That's such bullshit. They think that uh, her dad did it. George did it. Yes, they do. No, George did not do it. That's ridiculous. Why? Okay, if if okay, she's just a passenger's whole thing, and her father kills her baby. Why would she go clubbing for a month? Why would she have the baby in the trunk, the dead child in her trunk? She wouldn't. No, none of it makes any sense. We all it's grieve ridiculous. differently, though, Drew. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Why wouldn't she throw her, her dad under the bus right away? Exactly. What do they and, say about that, Brandon? Well, because... Uh, they said that the documentary explains it all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm a sure. documentary that she participated in. Yeah, no, it's not at all. In her favor. Might be slightly biased. Slightly <laughs> well, Jose <that's>, biased. <laughs> Perfect. He also represented Weinstein. He did? So that's well, he did. got... um. Got, well, that he, didn't work out too well, did it? No. He got Gonzalez off, right? The Patriot murderer? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Off two murders that he yeah. obviously committed. <laughs> He's innocent. He was never convicted of that murder. Was, and they had a lot... On that, I mean, that was a weird case. How they had all that video of him in the club getting bumped by the guy. Yes. Yeah, and he had where his car was. You, you know, Hernandez. Afterwards. Hernandez. I don't know why. I, I knew I said Gonzalez, and I knew it was wrong. Gonzalez. Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. He shot two guys at a stoplight because they bumped him in a club. Well, what are you gonna do? I mean, hey, he spilled his drink. Disrespect. Yeah, I know disrespect. People love that word disrespect. What a pile of shit. <laughs> Vinny Stubbs did get back to me. Oh, he did? He gave me his new phone number, said he got rid of that one in 2017. Is it an area code around here? Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. But he says he's currently in Cleveland and he's working. Ugh, Cleveland. He's working at this hour? That's what he's saying. What's he doing? Why is he working so late? This is so, cr- this is so perfectly Vinny. We're working. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Oh, I can't talk to you guys. I'm working. I'm fucking rattled. I'm in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, it stinks here. Oh, man. Did you really say that? <laughs> No, but that's oh, I what I could saying. see him saying. I told, well, that's why I asked. I could totally see him saying that. Well, oh, at least yeah. we have his phone number. We do. We have an yeah. updated phone number, and I'm going to hold on to that old one, too, because that lady was very nice, and we want to talk to her again. No, erase that number. I don't want to oh. call it ever again. Okay. <laughs> <It's gone. laughs> 
Um, we could all uh, look better if we went to Lady Jane's. And dudes, if you want to win a suite for the 2023 football season, get to Lady Jane's today because they have an award-winning haircut waiting for you and they'll automatically qualify you for your chance to live the sweet life. Lady Jane's haircuts for men. Walk in anytime, seven days a week. It's wicked awesome. And then there's Luke. He helped me out with my car decision. What, wait, what? Big financial decision. Doing that now? Call Luke. Um, I fixed it. Wait, what, what was the issue? I couldn't figure out what to do. Buy a new car. Oh, buy or lease. Right. Well, that's good. And, we'll yeah. see. So it is a and money decision. And you know what? He put it He he put it very simply, and he had Zach in on the call for me. Good. Cool. Who did very similar uh, to what I'm going to do, and it was like, wow. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. He's, he's concise. And he also, you know, made a couple of other, like, just off-the-cuff huh. recommendations, which uh, helped out that I didn't ask for. But that's great. That's what Luke <laughs> is like. <laughs> what? No, you know, about taking benefits and stuff like oh, that yeah. and what to do about that. And he's great about stuff like that. Luke Nowacki and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies, which I assume includes Zach, can help you plan for your future financial goals, both today and into the future. Call Luke at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation. To see if Securities and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. is separately owned and other entities and or marketing names. Products or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates, Inc. Yeah, so get with him. Luke. And uh, Dr. Roche, I would assume, yeah. is uh, next. Put your best face and body forward. Dr. Fucking Dr. Roche. Yeah. Because uh, they got, now for March, it's springtime, and you got you really have to start thinking seriously about what you're going to look like. Crop tops are the biggest fashion statement out there now. Underboob. Um, little shorts. Underboob that kind of is, thing. is all the rage. For dudes, you have to have your abs out. Yep, you base. Can, Show some base. <laughs> I don't know what he can do about base. Well, he probably can Something. with Evolve because that's like getting 44,000 sit-ups. Remember to ask them about that. It's the three T's, tightening, transforming, and toning. It tightens loose skin. It transforms cellulites, reduction, contouring, and it tones muscles underneath and actually helps build strength, too. And there's a BOGO deal on lip filler for spring. Also, uh, Evoke, which is the way to... Tighten up your face and neck and your jawline. I mean, a lot of us go around, we have a lot of stress, and, you know, it shows in your face. Go in and get a couple of these Evolve and Evoke sessions and look tighter for spring. Call them at 248-338-1110. And don't go in there asking him to make your base more presentable. Put your best I mean, face and body forward. It's in I, there. Put your base and body forward. Could you imagine someone... <laughs> I got a really great base. I just can't show it off just yet. Well, if, if it's a little, if there's a little fat around that area, what? it'll ruin the approach uh, or to your a base. Lot in my, what? <laughs> What's, what? When you, you have know, a tool like mine, you got to put a shit over it. You, you know the, you know that like whole uh, that V shape going on. Oh you can God. you can contour that. See the v I love looking at small penises. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see what else is going on. You know that Austin Butler guy who I'm, I've been sick of for a yeah, long Elvis. time? Yeah, he is peddling that fucking story again about how right after he finished uh, filming Elvis, where he played Elvis, yeah. he just collapsed and had to be hospitalized for a week. Yeah. Right? But because. what's amazing is after that week, he had another job, and he was miraculously cured so he could go uh. do that job. So he's Vin Diesel, basically. No, he's he full of shit same story is what over he is. Over the guy's totally full of shit. <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know why he keeps pedaling. He's, he's lost the accent now. The accent he was worried. Oh, it's finally gone? Yeah, the one he was worried he would <clears throat> never be able to get rid of because he had just embodied Elvis for you so know long. why, though? He's got to keep cranking out all these stories so you know uh, about him when it comes to the... Academy Awards, you know he's got to oh, keep pushing right. out. Yeah. He's going to win. Yeah, you do I have to do Oscar. I so hard. I went to the hospital. Yeah, but uh, Oscar Bre- publicity is very important. Yeah, but Brendan Fraser's not still fat, right? No, well, no, he doesn't have to. He can stay fat. Why did he have to keep the accent? I th- I th- Don't defend this guy. I probably should have <laughs> left a trailer breadcrumbs. <laughs> what You're my he- lighthouse. When did he say that? And what the hell is he talking about? You won the game ball every day. All my Brendan Fraser drops? Yeah, what is the breadcrumbs one specific? Do you remember? That was I don't his remember. 2023 Critics' Choice Awards when he cried and he said no, somebody that, was his lighthouse. my lighthouse. And he yeah, said that, that somebody won the game Globes, ball. You won the game ball every day. He, he talks in these weird sort of so bizarre. metaphors. I didn't think he went to the Golden Sound Globes. deep. Oh, he didn't? Oh, you're right, because that's where he got diddled. He got, you're right. His taint was invaded. Taint the Taint Invader. Do you, do you think Tom Sizemore will... I used to love playing that game. Taint Invaders. He needs to the invent arcade. that game. <laughs> that trackball. Where you just go... I don't know. What? Please Bring back trackballs, too, by the way. I love trackballs. Trudy was going to Tom Sizemore, who's not dead yet, but he should be dead in the next couple months. Do you think he'll be, will he be in the immemorium? Oh, yeah. Dude, he was a great actor for like four years. He really was. He just had a lot of demons. It's crazy. He got mixed up in Heidi Fleiss. It's crazy. Yeah. And then been accused of domestic. The family is preparing for him to die. Yeah, they are debating whether or not to, you know, pull the yeah, plug. You yeah, you should. <laughs> oh, you should. Easy for you to say. Well, he had an aneurysm. I know. The doctors, after having the a doctors recommend I mean, it, too. Is it one of those things where the whole family just needs to get there and gather before they Yeah, do? they have to figure out what they're going to do with sad. all the end-of-life stuff. The funeral, where his money goes, if he has any left. How old is he? In his 60s, isn't he? Oh, God. Um, Sizemore was only 61. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> oh hey, remember? In Detroit. He Wait, grew up here, yeah. Did his, didn't someone in his family listen to Riff? <gasps> really? Do you remember that? Oh, no. I s- no, that was Constantine's cousin. Well, <laughs> oh, God. God, Constantine. <laughs> what the fuck is Constantine doing these days? Constantine Maroulis? Yeah. I think he's on Cameo. Oh, is he really? Is he? Probably. No, but I swear we were talking about Sizemore one day, and we got an email. From, I want to say from his mom. Is that possible? I guess that is possible. Mom would have. Yeah, been that does sound her. familiar now. Judith, yeah, she's very nice. And just defending something, or my because thought, that was my about the time. My thoughts are with her right now. This difficult time. Yeah. Just well, like she's probably on her on, on her way down there. Just like my thoughts are still with Madonna. It's <laughs> difficult time. I, it's really interesting, by the way, how all these stories are coming out today about hey. Madonna paid for uh, Anthony, her brother, who just passed away. Babe, she paid for all his bills the last couple months and paid for his last moment in rehab and blah, 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 blah. It's like, gee, I wonder what the source is on this. Is it Madonna? Was he, why was he homeless then? Well, I mean, he, sharing I think, a sleeping bag. I, I like just saying this. I think he had demons too, oh. as oh. we've talked about. Yeah, because he shared a sleeping bag with that guy under mm-hmm. the, the overpass. That was for warmth. Yeah. But, it, but it's really funny because he kept saying that my family doesn't care about me. They don't care yeah. what happens to me, blah, blah, blah. And that story had come out when he passed. And then now it's crazy. Madonna paid for everything towards the end of his life. It's like, wow. hmm, I wonder who planted that story or mentioned that story. You got to wow. figure she did so everybody would stop attacking her. It's got to be really her hard. Face. 
But has, has she posted any, I wonder if she's posted any pictures since he's passed. Oh, um, any of those, you know, there was, snarky little photos. There was a theory up. in my group that it was just swelling from recent, and that it'll well, go. She said. It'll go down. Yeah, that's what yeah. she claimed too. No, she keeps posting. She posted just yesterday. Thank God I have my creative life to inspire me and keep she me still going. She's really bad though. And she's I don't know. It's a video of something. What's she doing? Hi everyone. Oh my god. Oh, it looks like she's preparing for her oh, concert. She's going on tour. Yeah. Yeah. So she loves that because everybody has to kiss her ass there. Because she is the uh, she's just the person that ma- that is making all those people money. Yeah. Right, oh my know. God! Can that rob more? Oh, she's Jesus. hired about six hundred dancers for this upcoming tour. So well, the more be- dancers, the less focus on you. Wait, is go she- to go to the previous picture. Has she put out dates yet? Madonna, thinking of our yeah, tour merch for the tour. Okay. I want to bring back some classics like this jacket or the bomber jacket from Blonde Ambition. Whatever. No one cares about that lady. Huh? Yes, Go Paul. to bed, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> bring the bomber back. Condolences on the loss of your oldest. Yeah. Don't wait. I'm sorry. Condolences on the, oh, it is. On the lose. Lose of on your the- oldest brother. <laughs> he was homeless. She could have at least made sure he had a roof over his head, and she could certainly afford to do that. Maybe he's drinking because he's depressed at the way the family was just washed their hands of him like that. It has to be hard to be Madonna's brother. Well, but my point being that everybody started shitting on her for this, and now we know all these stories about how she paid for everything at the end of his life. I did everything for him, for Tony. Tony Ciccone. What a joke. Who's dumping on her? Well, that right there was just Instagram, but there were lots of other people that are saying, you know, just commenting and whatnot that how do all these people know tony chacon because they google it and then they read the last story <laughs> about him. ridiculous and the last story is his comment saying about my family doesn't care about or me. they google it and they read the headline and that's what they know about him but if you read Just anything about it you would know that even at the end after all she'd done for him she offered to help yeah. him but only if he would go to rehab yeah because otherwise it was a waste of everything yeah she has money Maybe to motivate. waste, doesn't she? She has what? She would have money to waste. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, she yeah, did. She I'm did. sure she wasted a lot. I mean, like when her assistant called and said, how much money you want for your birthday? <laughs> Which upset him. All of it. <laughs> All of it. She Any just of it. asked for an amount, and I guarantee you his homeless friend he lived with, Michael, would have been happy to take a nice <laughs> gift. Michael, Michael's not getting any of it. Well... <laughs> Well, I'm out of this underpass. I had a nice little party or two. You can keep the sleeping bag. I'm out of here. <laughs> anyway, do you want to know why teenagers aren't driving anymore? I've been holding on to this story. Oh, it's yeah. I actually want to know fascinating, this. I do. Fascinating no, you mentioned story. this before the show, and I, I was absolutely I'll let you read it. fully right. on board. I, uh, I highlighted it. Maybe because typical, sometimes things don't go their way when they're driving. Typical fashion, I over-highlighted and underlined. So, But it's a short story. It's not that long. Lots of good anecdotes. Now, I did hear one story where a teenager was um, getting his license and driving with uh, parents and, you know, whoever, maybe an older brother, too. Mm-hmm. And there was an incident in the car, like almost got an accident, and he never wanted to drive again. <laughs> I feel like you're foreshadowing the article. That's some of it. And actually... Um, Part if of the I story. Correctly, I quit. He was mad at everyone else, like, like, I think because they were upset that he almost got in an accident. Yeah. He didn't like the criticism. Yeah. Drive safe. Well, yeah, and to that point, also, um, anxiety seems to be an issue for some kids getting their license. What? Like, what? 
Like ang- anxiety, like it was just invented or something? What the fuck is all this anxiety? We're all anxious. We've bad, always been anxious. Bad things can happen when you drive, Drew. Poor Trudy wasn't even welcome to a radio station. I know. She had to sneak into work every day. By the way, did you have a key to the building? Yeah, I had a key. Who get or Pat gave it to you? Maybe there was a code or something. Did HR give it to you? No, he turned it down. He made a copy of the key store at the hardware store. He also gave me um, a bunch of Beatles. Like, he was looking an entry, you know, like a... He paid you in Beatles paraphernalia? Well, no, it was just sort of like a welcome package of probably, you know, Beatles stuff that he had on hand or something like that. That sounds like the time when I was in fifth grade and forgot about Secret (laughs) Santa and I just grabbed shit from my room. I feel like that was it. Did, well, uh, he was program director, so he probably had a lot of those. Trudy, <laughs> if you put food in the refrigerator, do you have to put Pat's name on it? <laughs> no, we go, never... Who's Trudy? I'm, I'm going to eat it. I don't care. <laughs> Nobody knows who Trudy is. Trudy working here. It's like a Pat surrogate. <laughs> no. I just can't imagine wandering around the sales area or whatever and... Nobody thinks you're working there. That's, so That's too weird. I, yeah, I know. Did it people was. ever tell you to go go to the front desk? Is out there uh, if you want to. You're here to see someone. <laughs> ma'am, are you lost? Yeah. <laughs> Listeners so aren't bogus. allowed back here, ma'am. Well, when Don Johnson was a teenager growing up in Northern Virginia in the 1990s, by the way, it's not a great area to learn to drive, in my opinion. Oh, what, the Don belt, Johnson, the, the Beltway. Yeah. No, not good at all. So when her son Derek turned 15 nearly 10 months ago, she and her husband thought he might feel the same. We were like, Derek, don't you want to do this? And he was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> and we just did not understand it. And no one does. Driving a car was once widely considered a coveted rite of passage. I can't imagine why it isn't. But okay, but a rising number of kids no longer see it that way. 60% of American 18-year-olds had a driver's license in 2021, down from 80% in 1983. I can't believe it was only 80% in 83. Yeah. Doesn't it seem low? It was very low. The number of 16-year-olds with licenses dropped from 46... 46%? Mm-hmm. Was that low? Dropped to 25%. Uh, teens can summon an Uber or Lyft with the tap of a finger. Not but as much anymore. Now that's what I call a joyride. Isn't, <laughs> isn't it easier to drive your dad's car, though? Or your yeah, mom's I don't want to wait for an Uber or it's Lyft. It's got plenty of gas in it. I don't know what Uber is. Yeah, you don't have to talk to any strangers. <laughs> what? Right. Right. Is it, do people feel more special if someone's chauffeuring them in an Uber? Well, is that the, part of it? I, I'm not going to spoil it, but there is a part coming up in this story that it's like, oh, well, that makes total sense why they wouldn't want to drive or why they oh, would because, rather take it. Because they can be social up. media connected and take pictures of themselves. They, and... can, they can be on their fucking phone. Yeah. And I drive the Which, main road. To what I say, oh, come amateurs, because you can do both. Right. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why would you want to spend your money on Ubers? Well, I would assume they're not spending their money on Uber. Oh, they're silly mom me. and dad's money. Yeah, their on parents Ubers. probably give them Uber cards okay. and stuff. Yeah, but I, why would their parents are. want to spend their money on Ubers instead of how cheap it is to, you know, well, normally well, buy a cheap car to buy gas, and pay for insurance well, I, I, for I, I, my, somebody that age? But to Uber a kid everywhere they go? Well, my guess is they're choosing that over them driving them everywhere. Right. Instead of them being the yeah, Uber driver, it, so they're not the, looking at it. So as, it's an inconvenience tax. I thought parents, that was kind of a part of parenthood, driving your kids places, because kids go places. So you'd rather have a, an Uber do it, some complete stranger idiot 
who might strangle them. I want my <laughs> I want my kids to drive when they're sixteen. It's going to be nerve wracking, but I want them to do that. Well, it's so they can go of, run errands for me. Isn't it part of a developing responsibility? Uh, is that yeah. part of it? Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah. Okay. Uh, teens can summon an Uber lift with a tap of a finger. Parents can monitor a child's every move through an app. When hangouts can happen at any time online, there's less urgency to meet up with friends in person. Johnson suspects this might be what's going on with Derek. He spends a lot of time playing video games. That's where his community is. So he doesn't really need to go anywhere to hang out with people. But his community doesn't have to be there, right? He can go hang out with people. Sure. Yeah. No, you should hang out with people. Right. That's part of socializing. You, you, you shouldn't want to be around people. You shouldn't want your kids' community to be online. an online thing. No, no. they can and play games, but why not doing the same fucking room? Well, I don't think it's you fully socialize by playing video games with people. That's not a full socialization no. process. Uh, yeah. It's not. With headphones on and a microphone. I don't exactly. think that's going to work. Exactly. It's not. A few weeks ago, his mom issued an ultimatum. I said, You either need to get a job or you need to get your learner's permit. Mom! <laughs> Derek got his learner's permit. <laughs> Isn't that funny when Bush comes to show? Still does not want to get a job. <laughs> okay, so, but he is 16, right? Isn't Derek 16? Um, he's 18. Wait. He's, uh, no, yeah, oh, he he's, six, he's not even 16 yet. He's almost 16, yeah. Okay. She wouldn't mind a little more freedom for herself, too. After all, the teen driving years are also a rite of passage for parents. Like when we're out of tomatoes, I want to be able to say, hey, I need tomatoes. Can you go to the store and get tomatoes? Mom! <laughs> you see, eat tomatoes? You can take an Uber and go get tomatoes. <laughs> oh, God. John Staden, a licensed clinical mental health counselor, works with kids and teens. Tuned to the way a child's mental health might intersect with their reluctance to drive. Past few years, she noticed a significant increase in the number of baffled parents who talked to her about this. Parents keep coming and saying, I don't get it. They don't want to sign up for driving school. Are they lazy? What's going on? <laughs> uh, sometimes they tell her they don't need to drive. They have friends who can drive them, or they can use a rideshare app, or their parents will give them a lift. It's way easier. You wouldn't understand. You're not with it. Basically, uh, everybody can do it for me. Why am I going to do it for myself? Right. The disinterest is really stemming from a level of anxiety, specifically around getting older and having this huge responsibility of driving a car. Well, didn't, I mean, that, that used to be cool and fun. Like, don't 16-year-olds think they can do anything anymore? When you were a 16-year-old, didn't you want to be older? Because yeah. of the independence? And, At least yeah. 21, so I could drink no. legally. Yeah. And, and believe me, by the time I was 14, I was like, I can drive! <laughs> I know how to drive! I've been watching you do it all this time. I know how to drive. You just turn. You put your foot on the brake. It's easy. I made a, I made a joke to one of Char's friends. I'm like, well, why don't you just drive us? And he goes, I will. I said, do you know how to drive? And just listening to a nine-year-old explain how to drive is utterly hilarious. Because, oh, you think it's that easy, huh? <laughs> you just, he goes, you just press the button and put it in D. I'm like, what if it doesn't have a button? Many kids have also mentioned feeling unnerved by the fact their parents can track their every move using apps like Life360 that lets parents see how fast a kid is driving, if their gas is getting low, if they had to brake too quickly, or if they picked up their phone while the car was in motion. As a parent, I'm like, what a fantastic app. But as an adolescent, I can imagine the level of stress that would cause knowing your parents have eyes on you at all times. Well, how, how do they you know? You don't have to have eyes on them all the yeah. time. You don't have to use the app. Yeah, and they don't have to know that you're using the app. No. Shannon Humphrey, a mom of two in Texas, among those parents, she downloaded Life 360 when her 16-year-old daughter learned to drive. It helped ease her mind. I would stalk her the entire time she was out. The minute she would go out the door, I would open the app and have it in front of me. But that was only the beginning. She got a lot of experience driving now, so now I'm relaxed. Now I check it two or three times while she's out. Two or three times still? 
Humphrey's 19-year-old son, however, is not particularly interested in driving. She thought it might be because of a particularly intimidating thoroughfare on the route to school. But he insists he isn't scared so much as bored by the prospect of driving. He'd rather sit in the passenger seat and look at his phone. <laughs> that just kills me. He's 19. <laughs> He's 19. <laughs> Driving isn't boring. It doesn't have to be boring. Well, I'm just thinking of like driving to Chicago. I don't mind driving. Yeah. I, I mean, you can sit there and be on your phone, but when you're driving, you got tunes, you got podcasts, you got radio. You got two kids in the back yelling. Uh, the parents say no, this is Tennessee too, which is why after Nanette Hartley and her husband taught their older son to drive in San Diego... They devised a new rule for his younger brother. The year before he was old enough to earn a learner's permit, his time in the car with us was device-free, and he had to pay attention oh, to our driving. I'm sure oh, he loved that. Oh, man, what a bummer. Well, I remember, you know, that we could not go to, for example, a Tigers game without devices for the kids to watch a movie or to watch something while we drove there. And it's like, oh, are we really that fucking boring? You can't talk to an adult for 30 minutes while you drive there or talk about the game or talk about something? When we were driving up to Gaylord, there was a little bit of uh, moaning about that because some people wanted to watch things. I'm like, no, not <laughs> Julie and I were like, no, not yet, not yet. We'll let you know when you can turn on the iPads and blah, blah, blah. Well, can't they pus putz around with each other? Well, if you want them to fight about something. No, they have other things they can do. They have, they they don't fight that much. But yeah, no, I I keep telling them, look out the window. <laughs> thing I look out like, the I'm window. I'm such, a, I'm such a dad. I'm such a dad. I just missed out on that whole like TV and vehicles thing because I think they it's started crazy. coming out right you know around the time that I was an adult, and I was pretty bummed out about that because there was a lot of. A lot of dark car rides where you can't read anything. You're just staring out the window. Yeah, builds character. Oh, sleep. Puts hair on your chest. Right, with your... Take a flashlight. Well, that's part of the problem, though, is this, this inability to ever be bored yeah. and to ever just think. <laughs> I think that's a huge problem. Don't they play... It is a problem. What, what is it? Punch buggy or... Yeah, anything. <laughs> License plate. Yeah, tons know, of games. The ABC alphabet, game where yeah. you try to find every single letter. Yeah. Uh, I heard a... Um, <laughs> Story about somebody who's, uh, let's see how old. He moved back home. I think he's about, eh, let's say 40-ish. And not really in a hurry to get work. Hmm. And so he uh, eats a lot of fast food and sleeps really late and plays video games all night. Oh, God, you don't get it. I can tell. That just doesn't seem like a very productive way. I don't know if I could live with an adult child that just played video games all day and never wanted to work and never did any. I mean, that would be, wouldn't that be hard to be around? Humphrey's son recently passed his road test, but he still hasn't initiated much practice driving. His parents aren't pushing him. We were concerned. Our son was nervous to drive. We didn't want a nervous driver on the road. That's not good for him or anyone. God, I was not nervous. I was, I was so psyched. Don't, don't you get less nervous as you go? Yes. I mean, was he the not going out? And were they not willing to go with him? I remember. Driving your parents when you had <laughs> no. the permit? No, I remember. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. With my dad, it was horrible. And you're driving along. Horrible. <laughs> Talk about nervous. <laughs> but. Yeah, I never drove with my dad, so I didn't experience that. 
Um, even as the number of teen drivers has dropped, the demand for programs dry, has climbed. From it seems there are teens who are learning to drive. Most of them or their parents are interested in additional preparation for safely navigating increasingly volatile roads. Something we know over the years, parents are not pushing. Like their drive a Chevy to, Blazer. <laughs> their teens to get a driver's license. They come in when they're older. I drive a Dodge Stratus! <laughs> Some who are about to graduate college. Oh, definitely seen this trend told much older first-time drivers. What? It's interesting. Parents aren't pushing their kids to get a driver's license. Are parents pushing their kids to do much anymore? I'm an excellent driver. I guess not. I'm just surprised that... Um, okay, what's going on with Uber now? Is it much harder to get an Uber? Uh, yeah, I think so. I... I think it's more difficult. I wouldn't say it's really tough, but it's more difficult than it has been in the past because I think there's less drivers. I think a lot of those Uber drivers decided to deliver for Grubhub or something. You know, you get bigger. You, know, you can do more yeah, rides. Right. Yeah, that's bigger a good tips. point. But, but there has been instances where I've been on both Uber and Lyft trying to get a ride, wait about half an hour, never Ugh. connects, nothing. Ugh. Now, is this when you're out in the boonies? Well, no, not really. I mean, as far north, I remember one time, you know, after I had that seizure, I couldn't drive, and Marcus was driving me around, and I didn't want to have him take me everywhere, so I, I got an Uber to a doctor appointment that oh, was in, right. I want to say it was in Shelby Township. I was in Rochester Hill, so it's a very short drive. However, I couldn't get a ride back. That was too far north, right. apparently, and I had to walk for like three hours in the snow, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, God, that sucks. Now, I, I can, don't know what Uber is. I can get one <laughs> right now. It's nine minutes away. Oh, that's not, well, but, but look at where, we at, where but, we're at. But your right choice here, is, yeah, you'll get it here. I don't know why they do this now. Your choice is like an Uber X, which is four people. You can't even get like a smaller one, and it's $30. Where are you going? $30 to go home? Yeah, to go home. Oh, wow. Really? That's not that, yeah. It's not that bad. 30 bucks. 30 bucks? No, see, if I were wasted, then that would be a great deal. Yeah, who deal. cares? Yeah. But that's a... And there'd that's be like eight a, of you piling into that car. <laughs> I want to say that's about a... How far drive is it? Six, seven miles? Um, 15, I think, or... 15 miles? I think it's like... A, how many minutes a drive is it? That's 21 on a good day. Well, uh, I just know from Evan, you know, Evan was relied on Ubers all the time. Pretty much anything he did, he have to drive a distance or, you know, significantly far, he would get an Uber. And then it reached a point where all of a sudden he couldn't rely on Ubers right. all the time, which is quite a problem when you are relying on them. Mm -hmm. Then you got to start driving and think about where to park and how much parking costs. and astronomical in Chicago. And the, uh, oh God. And then the other problem is the cabs have kind of disappeared. Mm. So if you relied on an Uber in the wrong place at the wrong time, you could be fucked. Yeah, mm. that's true. And who would think that would happen in Chicago? That's crazy. I don't know. You know, have you guys noticed the smart bus Uber system? Uh -oh. You'll see them around, you know? They're like these little these vans, and they've got... Sort of a maroon blue color scheme, and it says smart on the side. Really? So they have a ride share service too huh. that they're trying to hype. Well, they're mm. doing a great job. I at see it. them all over. Really? Around my, yeah. Huh. All over on the, on the okay. roads and mm. stuff like that. So it's catching on. It's really down low, but. Uh, Fix the damn roads! What is, is Uber stock still crazy high? Let me look. I'll look. Roads. <sighs> I mean, look Roads. at the last year, five years. 
Watch out for potholes. Whitmer never kept her promise to <laughs> fix the <laughs> damn roads. <laughs> five years, it's down from five years. So it looked like it peaked at 60 bucks a share. Uh-huh. What do you think it is today? Um, I was going to say it's lower. 25. 33. Oh, well, that's half. But remember, it's not just Uber. Doesn't that include Uber Eats? Yeah. You know, and all the other deliveries they do. But, you know, I... That's still Uber actually going Uber very freights. strong. When Uber drivers started saying, you know, this isn't worth it. This is ridiculous. I have to spend all this money on my car. I drive all these miles. They don't reimburse anything. I have to pay for gas. So it looks sometimes like you go home with a lot of money, but really you don't because you got to fill your tank the next day. And then, you know, you're putting all these miles in your car and you're tired or whatever. So... More people stopped driving Uber. That was not suddenly considered such a great thing to do in between jobs or, you know, yeah. for part-time. So then they started allowing tipping, right? Mm -hmm. And that was what they thought the solution. Oh, we'll get more drivers. Now you can tip. And people weren't used to tipping, first of all, because you weren't mm -hmm. supposed to tip Ubers, right? At first. The whole thing was yeah. over. Yeah, you weren't allowed to, right? So I, I don't know if that, how well that worked, but it just doesn't seem like there's many Uber drivers, right? I don't, and I know that there's significantly less than there was. I got a 426 Hemi in her, three-quarter <laughs> cams, nitro boosters. I can get her up to as good as 155. Never do, though, of course, unless I'm chasing a cute chick in a Ferrari. <laughs> now, well, um, thanks now, a lot, however, Uber. Thanks a lot, Uber, for knocking all the cabs out of the system and then not having enough drivers. Yeah, thanks. they did destroy the cab. I mean, there's no cabs. No, not really. They disrupted it. I don't know, as far as around here... I have no idea. I can't think of the last time I saw a cab. Oh, God, no. It's below its IPO price. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Not, mm. oh, you can order a taxi online. I guess. Who? Uh, Yellow yeah. cab, from... cab, Southfield cab. Okay. Hmm. Uh, okay. But that's probably like one and like two dudes who want a business hour. or something. <laughs> two dudes in a cab? It costs you $500. Dudes, <laughs> <laughs> dudes in a cab. Hey, I got a weird Two uh, message. Cab. Two. <laughs> Two dudes in a cab. I got a weird message from Dale. Uh, when when Raquel Welsh died, yeah, you know, I was talking about Fantastic Voyage, and then I watched Fantastic Voyage over, and it was actually very amusing because it was such <laughs> early sci-fi, and it was, it just looks really hokey now. But at the same ah, time, it was damn it, Dale. The plot was fun. It was a good plot, actually. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd well, love to see it. It's been remade in so many different ways. It has been remade? Well, Interspace, the uh, Martin Martin Short uh, vehicle. Oh, well, that's, magic fun, that's a funny bus. movie. But... <laughs> magic school bus. Anyway. Damn it, Dale. <laughs> Dale told me that in high school, they watched that movie in high school. I'm like, really? why would they watch in Fantastic Class? Watch? Well, that's what I was thinking. Would that be in biology class, maybe? <laughs> I mean, it's really funny. Yeah, I watched Interspace. In high school? No, you no, didn't. What? No way. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Is it rated R and has nudity or something? No, I'm sure I I'm sure I watched this movie. Wait, what was, and the point was what? Science. The human body. Yeah. It was for science class? I don't remember it's, exactly it's which... A, I, I remember I definitely watched Interspace. It's a scientific... In school. Because I don't think Fantastic Voyage... Fat. That's really not that bad an idea for a high school it must, class. It must, I mean, it must a have been a substitute. Yeah, it was probably one of those substitute days, seriously. I, I was trying to remember, did we ever watch anything cool in high school? Because when uh, the film projector came in, I was like, yes, I can space out for like 45 <laughs> minutes. This is awesome. We watched Cool Hand Luke. What? Oh, my God. Psychology. Yeah. 
psychology class? How prison can change you a man. The deer hunter Seriously. in sociology. No now, way! I swear no to God, way! this Gulick, it was crazy. That had to be a three-day project. It was the first like time I'd ever movie. seen it. It was, yeah, it was. It was probably two days. That's or two a great days. fucking movie. Unbelievably good movie. Might have scarred some people. Yeah, I would think. <laughs> and I remember watching Twister in science class. Twister. What? Twister. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. What specs? school did you go to? <laughs> Emily City, baby. Are you sure it's accredited? <laughs> For one day, we Inner got to watch... Space, Deer Hunter, it's about and weather, seventh okay? Grade, they, they rolled Twister, in the, the cart with the TV, and they're like, all right, guys, there's a couple swear words in here. I don't want to hear no chuckling. What? <laughs> and then Are you Mr. sure you have a high school degree? I swear to God. And then Mr. Kapuska played Twister, and we watched Kapuska. it. Kapuska. Twister. Yeah. Rest in peace. You played Twister? No, we watched Twister. Oh, yeah, they did that too. Bill. You played Twister after. It was, a twi it was Twister month. We, I do remember watching the World Series in class. Now, that was oh, fucking cool. cool. Yeah. And I got props because I was keeping score. Oh, my God. <laughs> you sure you didn't get made fun of? Wow. Pretty no, the props teacher were... actually gave me huge props. And then the rest of the class made fun of you. <laughs> I don't remember being Teacher's made fun pet of. Teacher's keeping score. I think everybody was geeked because we were watching the game. It was actually Tigers in St. Louis, which I can't figure out why she let us do that. But fuck was that cool. She's a big fan, man. Because the World Series, it used to be, you'd get off the bus and you'd run home and it'd be in the sixth inning. Because hmm. the games were all in the afternoon. Why did they do that? I don't. But, well, there were no night games. There were no World Series was not played at night until the Tigers or the uh, Pirates and the Reds and or no Pirates and the Orioles was it in seventy one I think Bruce Keeson was the first starting pitcher in a night game. But people were supposed to just knock off work to watch the World Series in the middle uh, of yeah, the day. Maybe people had TVs all, at work and all the wives know. were like, "It's interrupting my soaps." <laughs> I remember we had we had study hall once, and it was in the library. So, of course, all the TVs are there. And I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at the wall, and there's a cable outlet. I'm like, I wonder if that is hooked up to anything. I wonder if it's hooked up to cable. And guess what? It was. Uh -huh. So hooked up the TV to the cable of the school and just flipping around and got MTV on. And I'll, I, as clear as day, I remember this. Um, Heart Shaped Box was on from the album oh, Heart Shaped Box. Pretty wild right video. Yeah. Not appropriate. Exactly. And the, um, the librarian, because it's Catholic school, flipped the fuck out. It was very angry at me for uh, putting that on. I don't Ooh. think she didn't care that I hooked it up to the cable system. Just which I was proud box. of. Well, you should have charged the school for cable. There's a yeah, <laughs> like Dan like did brother. you. Exactly, because he just hooked it up. There was a lot of um, your youth was determined by A lot of audiovisual stuff, yeah. Well, I was on the AV team. Oh. <laughs> did you keep score? <laughs> Not in the AV team. Busy with other things like curtains and we have, lighting. Guys did curtains. Two projectors. Uh, two TVs. Oh. Two projectors out. And Go three outside, Get out. Overhead Go. projectors. I can't get over the yeah, fact that Brandon all... watched Twister. That seems yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, seventh grade Twister. That's all our AV department did was overhead projectors. So boring. Yeah, but just that, wheel but the, it the down. The markers had that incredible smell. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brandon, what the fuck? Deer Hunter? Yeah, Deer Hunter in sociology class my sophomore year. Sociology class? Yeah. And what did you get out of it? I want to hear your book report or your movie report, your movie review. Well, I what guess. What did you get out of sociologically? I, I, I guess it was to test the psyche of. I, I don't know because here we are, we're watching a movie about Vietnam and there's a long wedding scene and then there's a whole bunch of uh, Russian roulette. I mean, that's pretty much what I got out of it. It, I, I couldn't tell you anything educational. Yeah, I could tell you it was a good to. movie, and Robert De Niro was a fine actor. Same thing with Christopher Walken. What did you learn about Twister, how tornadoes were formed? I, that was the whole point of it. It was just so, it was all it, about tornadoes in science class. It took a two-hour movie to teach you guys that? Yeah, it, it seems like there's a lot of other things going on, like a <laughs> marriage breaking up. 
What's that have to do with a twister? <laughs> Rival storm chasers. <laughs> exactly. That should have been sociology class. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, today there is, uh, speaking of school, there's a great school story where a music teacher music. was busted for having sex with a 17-year-old. She's kind of hot, too. I'll give you her name in a minute. Wait, this is funny. I don't know. You said she's kind of hot. I don't know if you're talking about the teacher or the 17-year-old. Teacher. Okay. And this is the teacher who replaced the music teacher, a dude who was busted for having multiple sexual relationships with students. This is his replacement. Women or guys or girls? It was a guy. The first one was a guy. No, I know, but were the relationships with guys or girls? I think girls. Where was this? Anyway, um, it's in Pittsburgh. KDKA did a story on it. Her name is Olivia Ortz, O-R-T-Z. And I got to tell you, if you Google her, she's pretty hot. Olivia but Ortz. man, does she lose points in her mugshot. Oh, really? I think a mugshot, if you're hot in a mugshot, you got to be fucking hot. All right, here's the normal oh, pictures. Not a, she's, not a bad look at her. Mug. She's very pretty. Yeah, she's that's cute. Not a bad mug mm-hmm. shot. Good body on her. Yeah, the mugshot is, she loses points in the mugshot. Oh. oh. Well, she's yeah, not too bad. But not too no, I, I would have put her on mugshot. Okay. There's another okay, mugshot. Okay, the highlights are growing out. You can also yeah, see that she's 5'9". She's got long legs. You can see oh, her next to that. Oh, that one's bad. See, that's, see, that's, that that's the one I was bad. looking at. Yeah, she loses points. What at happened to her nose? Points. Why did her nose get so big that's in weird. prison? <laughs> we'll go back to her regular picture so where she's smiling. Makeup contouring. Look at her. She looks beautiful when she's not in jail. Yeah. <laughs> she's my music teacher. She's not in jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they put them side by side. They know. Wow, they Facebook. do. Yeah. That's oh my god. That's at least two points. Words. Holy shit! Lucky kid. That's why maybe these maybe these relationships with inmates are so popular because you know they're going to look so much better on the outside. <laughs> did, you, did you hear how she got busted? Can I play the local news story? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, they want you to watch an ad. Bleep, pop, pop, five, four, K- KDKA, three, by the way, is two. one of the oldest television stations in the Loop. country. I believe it is the oldest. <laughs> I think the first broadcast in 1920 out of Pittsburgh. Right. That's, that's a fascinating way to kill time. And how strange that there'd be a case. Preliminary hearing this morning. Her case will now head to the Lawrence County Courthouse in July. Court's pretty Hey, what too. happened? Another ad. The former school employee is facing three felony charges. Olivia Orts and her attorney had no comment as they walked out Orts. of Lawrence County Central Court. The 26-year-old was employed as the director mm-hmm. of choirs at Wilmington Area High School. Court documents allege that in April, Ortiz's husband discovered messages on her iPad between her and a female student. He wow. then went to the school exactly. principal, and the two reported the incident to Childline. The police investigation included multiple interviews with a 17-year-old student who said she considered Orts to be a safe adult whom she trusted and confided in. According to the criminal complaint, Orts invited the student to her home while her husband was away on a trip. The student told police the two snuggled, watched TV, and eventually went into the bedroom where they engaged in sexual activity. The complaint went on to say the student said she went back to the home several times to comfort Orts after her husband found out about the relationship. Authority seized Orts' cell phone and iPad during a search of her home. Police said she was made aware of the police investigation and the potential charges, but according to officials, she continued to communicate with the student. Nice. Police say Orts and the student exchanged over 100 messages until the teen's father found out and took away her technology. Orts' formal arraignment is scheduled for July 6th. Wow. I didn't know it was a lesbo thing. Yeah. Oh, well. That could open a world of possibilities for Mr. Orts. It's true. (laughs) She went back and comforted her teacher. Yeah, ah, she had, strap on. <laughs> she had more in mind than comforting the teacher. Man, they cuddled. Wait. Yeah. 
You mean the power imbalance was the students? She groomed her. Um, I have a feeling the student liked it. Yeah. Yeah. She was wearing, you know, she was kind of... So she's married. She's, she's not heterosexual. Nine-year difference? She's around attractive women. and One year later, been totally cool. Should be a, would have been out of school. I love lesbians. Yeah. So I was watching the um, the Fox Dominion case, or these discussions, because Robert Murdoch was speaking. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Robert Murdoch is not helping Fox News because Robert Murdoch is saying. Uh, it seems to me Rupert, that he's telling. Yeah, but there's there's a reason Rupert, why. Rupert yeah. Murdoch. No. Oh it's, yeah, there's a reason why. But it, it seems to me that he he likely is telling the truth anyway. Well, he's, I mean, trying, he's trying to get the corporation off the hook by saying right. yeah. these yeah. are individuals that did it. Um, and he could have, you know, he said that he knew, he. it sounds like he knew they were not being honest. Well, he, I mean, part of his uh, emails were in that deposition, or yeah. at least what Dominion put forth. So, you know, he acknowledged, and but he did fire the managing editor over the Arizona call because viewers were angry. Now, that guy's got a suit, if you ask me. Bill Salmon, the guy was fired. It's like, That's he bullshit. called it right. That's mm. bullshit, man. What's bullshit? They would fire him over that. Well, he had to do that to make the viewers happy, I guess. But doesn't Bill Salmon they, have a case? Did they... Did they? I don't know. Did they run that story then? <laughs> we fired that guy. Yeah, that, of course they did. Did that come out that way? Uh, well, he was fired shortly after that, so yeah, did, I don't know. Did they make a big deal out of it? Because obviously they, everybody was so disenfranchised by that, all their regular viewers. So Fox, would they have made it like... Oh, programming note. I, I don't we, we know. We fired I, that guy. I, honestly, I didn't see the coverage Does of it. Repair the damage. I mean, he acknowledged that's why he did it. Wow. I mean, that's what I thought was interesting. Was that it's clear that he's revealing? I mean, you know, the fact that all the hosts thought Sidney Powell was nuts, and Sidney Powell's lying. Well, the, the the one text that kind of bothered me is Tucker wanted that other member fired, like wanted right. her to lose her job because she was affecting the stock price. Oh, for she, she was being honest. Right. She had a tweet and, about it, and he's like, "This is this is hurting the stock price." Fact checked it. We need to fire her. I'm like, but that's I mean, shitty. why oh, would fake news? Fake news. Why would he care about the stock price? I mean, isn't that a little over? Isn't he getting a little overly involved in this? Doesn't the doesn't stock that, price? He rails against the corporation in it in some way. He I mean, probably is, of but of course he, he is. He's not okay. paid in stocks. I wouldn't think. Oh, but overall, it. It kind of trickles down to whatever his huge salary has got to be. Well, uh, Fox News, well. I mean, well, I mean financially speaking, Fox News is in pretty outstanding shape. I mean, they have 5 million viewers at night, yeah, which is fine. way more than MSNBC or CNN. But they felt if they were, uh, if they let their real feelings out, that they would kill their audience. And And Murdoch more or less acted like they probably should have just told the truth, and built it back up. In a way, I understand why they did it. They're not... Oh, you know, I understand what they They're, they're they entertainers. Did. They're not oh, reporters. Yes. They're not Thank journalists. Um, I mean, I don't think these are the only people on TV that do this. This just happens to be a pretty big deal, and also Dominion was not having it, which gr- I'm happy that Dominion said, fuck this, we're not putting up with this shit, um, because they believe they make an accurate... Their, their vote count is accurate. Um, and it's really, 
kind of an Alex Jones defense because yeah. Fox News is suggesting it. Well, we were being devil's advocate and we were presenting allegations and isn't that kind of what Alex Jones tried to say? Mm. I was just examining it and but it, it doesn't the repetition asking of it, questions doesn't the repetition yeah. have? Isn't that kind of the issue? Oh well, in Alex Jones case. A hundred percent of them, really. You're lying scum. Yeah, I'd, I honestly, I have no idea how long Fox News pursued this because I think it's, I mean, at this point, surely they're not spending time on it, I wouldn't think. That's just a tactic, folks. But they certainly spent plenty of time on it and enough to make Dominion feel we're fucking suing them. I mean, I would like to see more people like Dominion do this because, honestly, there's so many narratives related to news uh, this one is particularly bad, and, and Dominion is, is taking him to task. So uh, I don't know. I'm not sure how you measure damages, because part of damages is how much you lose by someone presenting a story that's, sure. that's not true and is also, um, what's the word? Uh, they know it's not true. They present it even though it's not true, and there's malice. I mean, are they really, do they really hate Dominion Systems? Probably not. I mean, it's a high bar to win these cases, but it sounds like Dominion, I mean, the people who are looking at this say, Dominion's got a great case. Hmm. I just don't know. It, it's, Those it's, are hard to win. Man. They're very hard to win. I, I personally, I don't know. I feel like it's too hard to win a defamation case. I don't think it should be that hard. But, you know, when you're looking at the text messages of the host, it's pretty fucking interesting. And I, it made me immediately say, well, God, there's a lot of people's text messages I'd love to see regarding their news coverage. You defamed me! Um, and I'm sure a lot of other people would think of a lot of other things that I can't think of. I, was, I am not afraid love to see. I was trying to find, I don't know if, if you saw uh, Howard Kurtz on Vox talk about how he wants to talk about this, but he was told not to talk about it. Which, of course... Who's Howard Kurtz? He's a, a Fox uh, News anchor, which, yeah, of course they're not going to let you talk about it. They're still in they're still court case. But I thought he was pretty honest, though, by saying, hey, look, I know you guys want me to talk about it. He claims his audience wants to know, but I'm not allowed to, and I'm an employee of this company, and I'll respect their wishes. Which is about all you can say. Yeah, I, I didn't even... I didn't even hear about what Howard Kurtz said. I actually, I'm I don't, trying to find when out. When is Howard Kurtz on? I don't even know, I don't I don't know. know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch... I really don't watch cable news much lately. Really? That seems like all that's on up there. <laughs> oh, well, during the day, I might have it on. But usually, honestly, during the day, when I'm getting ready for the show, I'll watch... Uh, I try to watch some morning news, like CBS, GMA, Today Show. I'll kind of float around. Fucking straight. I have the 11 o'clock news, all of them from last night. I've got the noon news. I've got 4 o'clock news. I've got the... Um, Wait, what's on a 4.30 Inside Edition? Yeah, the best news. Which is day, a great, great show. show. Really TMZ? Is. Or no TMZ? Did you but see Strahan this morning? What's Strahan? No, I didn't see Strahan. Like reporting from Easter Island. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they're acting Why? like this is a really important uh, climate change story. And I'm sitting there going, no, it's not. Michael Strahan just wanted to go to Easter Island. <laughs> I was imagining them assigning that to Michael Strahan because they did see that story. And I was thinking of him going, what? I don't care about climate. No, he just wants fucking I, assignment. No, I think he wants to go to Easter Island. It you is know? beautiful. Yeah. Is Anytime it? I see those stories, I think that person just wants to go to like Antarctica, like yeah. free trip, or you know, Greenland <laughs> or whatever. I'm not sure so, that'd be really in Strahan's wheelhouse. What's uh, I, what's on Easter Island besides the heads? Yeah, those heads. What is are to all see? I know. 
climate change. Size I mean, of heads. I would think Scram would go, how am I going to make a story out of those fucking heads? <laughs> well, no, that's the producer's job. They just type it up and he reads Yeah, it. I suppose. I don't think Michael Strand has to study the stories he does very often. <laughs> really? You wouldn't? Often. I mean, you don't, you don't think he'd want a free trip to there? I mean, it's pretty exotic. Maybe. he could pay um, for it anyway. I don't know. Is his, with his wife? I mean, if his wife was there, it might be fun. It's, yeah, I it guess looks, he could pay It looks for pretty it. cool. Oh, he was blown away by the scenic. Renu Cow Crater. You know? Yes, he was. He was. He absolutely was. Wow. Oh, okay. What amazing. What well, what's the crater. news part of that? Oh, climate okay. environment. Yeah. yeah. Cli- climate change. Maybe it's a producer that really wanted to go. And he was in the dark, yeah. and he was waiting for the sun to rise, because when the sun rises, it's the most incredible, beautiful thing cool. Michael Strahan has ever seen. <laughs> All I can think of is, that guy had to get up at like 1 a.m. to do that shot. Yeah. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, but then you have the rest of the day off. To do what? Hang hang around the big heads. Yeah. Sign autographs. <laughs> <laughs> what's the story about, the, what's the big head story? I don't know. How um, are the big heads carved? Oh, yeah, no one that's knows. still a mystery. They're like 30 feet tall. Yeah, whatever. No one knows. No one cares. But climate change is ruining them, apparently. I think oh. Easter Island is really mad that they're named Easter Island, too. How, well, they don't call it Easter they're Island. they're Moai. Yeah. How are those big carved heads being destroyed? Um, oh, erosion, coming, salt water, touching human beings. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, no, I just wondered how. I didn't how, learn anything how, how from the story. That climate change is destroying them. I didn't learn anything from the story. Okay, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. Expect I was just you mad to. that he got the free trip to Easter <laughs> Island. Yeah, did uh, actually Robin just went? Where did Robin just go? Did she go to? Ant- did she go to Antarctica? No, that wasn't Robin. To go to Where Rob- Robin no, just went no, somewhere incredible. Ginger, what's her name? Um, which, by the way, they the call news her, babe. Every time they call her or weather babe, they call her Ginge. <laughs> Which I like to think of as Minge. Minge. Um, but yeah, she's the one that always goes everywhere. Does you know? No, Robin just change. Robin just went. Minge. I'm trying to think of where <laughs> Robin was. She in Hawaii or she was somewhere exotic? Oh, hmm. maybe it was a uh, not Bali. It was one of those islands. She Dang. revealed today that she was once a school bus driver. Robin was. Yeah, that kind of blew. I my could see a ride driving a bus. Kind of blew my mind. <laughs> like because there was a nice story of this lady saved a kid's life. Because some asshole just was flying by while the door was open. Some kid was about to get out, and this bus driver yanked her back. It's a nice, nice little story. Nice little GMA story. Is it really a national and, news and, story? And, and, well, for GMA, yeah, because it's a nice little story with video of them yanking the kid back in. Oh, but then Robin video. made it all about herself by mentioning that she was the one's a school bus well, driver. That, uh, that show is a lot about Robin. I, it's a Robin show. I mean, I, and to her credit, they do well. So they, why wouldn't she keep doing what she's doing? They're number one in the morning by far. Are they right? Uh, I don't. Today and them used to fight it out, but I, I can't help like rolling my eyes every time if I watch a forty-five minute stretch, and like seven to seven forty-five. It's like, oh, they did two sports stories: Sue Bird's final game and some other chick sports story. No, the, the intro. They the do other, that all the time. The intro Jones on Monday. The intro um, for sports was all the amazing buzzer beaters over the weekend, because there was a handful of them. The first one was Caitlin Clark's buzzer beater for Iowa. Is there some other bird? It's like, really? That's the first buzzer beater you're going to show? watched? No. What? A buzzer beater by a woman basketball? Okay. Whatever. I don't know if it's working. I mean, I'm not sure that she's generating the interest in these sports that uh, you would think she would by featuring that much of it. 
such a mystery to but me. But what's really funny is how the other anchors act like they're so fascinated by, yeah. oh my God, another incredible WNBA highlight. Yeah, I don't want to be on, I don't want to be on Robin's bad side. No, <laughs> hell no. I'll be the one flipping the cushion next. <laughs> well, I'm convinced Amy Robach must have made fun of WNBA highlights or something because Robin clearly did not like Amy Robach oh, at all. she was ruining the brand. She was hurting the brand. That's what she said. Um, so there was a, uh, a story today about Bill Clinton helping Harvey Weinstein promote Sling Blade, which I thought, All right, whatever. Man. I mean, he's from Arkansas. He probably knows Billy Bob Thornton. But then what I didn't realize was... How much you want for him? He was president at the time. And Harvey Weinstein, somebody <laughs> from Miramax, testified that, yeah, Harvey wanted ideas for how to help Sling Blade get some Oscar nominations. So he called Bill Clinton and talked to Bill Clinton for half an hour. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's incredible, um, the power that Weinstein had. Oh, my God. But, you know, think about Bill Clinton, who's, you know, uh, he was the uh, attorney general of Arkansas. He's a local guy governor. from governor. Hope. Governor, and he's yeah. the governor. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's the president. Yeah. And the biggest people in Hollywood are kissing yeah. his ass all of a sudden. It. Yeah, I get it. Although he dipped his toe into that, you know, after that, uh, the DNC, what, in 88 when he was on... Carson. Yeah, and he loved being on Carson, but he didn't, he didn't, wouldn't have known that many he, people. They tell, wouldn't have been that interested in him either. Did he tell Weinstein, he's like, here's what you do. I think Carl needs a brother and I'll play him. <laughs> like, put himself <laughs> in the movie. Right, no. potatoes. The right, movie was man. out. Mm -hmm. The movie's already out, but I, I am sure Bill, I got an idea for you. What if you, what if, uh, what if you got Billy Bob to get together with, there's a beautiful woman out there, Angelina Jolie, I know what they just, you know, drank each other's no blood or did something like that. <laughs> Why don't you put me in the Doyle Hargraves band? I'll get out my sax. Did they, did they have a tour? The Doyle Hargraves band? They should have. Yeah. I want them to do that now. I, I really wish. It was Dwight Yoakam played them. I yeah. really wish that yeah. he would just play this song yeah, in a concert. Just, yeah, just do a, just for old time's sake. That'd be fucking great. Nobody, would, nobody would get it. Too. He could be in it. Well, also, Harvey also had an open line to Hillary, which he didn't use as often no, until... You don't want to get yelled at. Until she ran in 2016, he was raising an insane amount of money for Hillary Clinton. So he had, you know, he just called her whenever the fuck. And they said, well, if you're raising that kind of money for him, yeah, you're going to have the ability to talk to those people. Randy, you turning son of a bitch! Um, and of course, Hillary, hey! Hillary cut him off really fast. Not surprising. He just got some more time, didn't he? Yeah. We don't yeah. need to fucking practice, Randy. What's how much Island on the doesn't years. Weinstein already have enough time? Yeah, but he's got sixteen more. Yeah, what well, they had uh, to do Los Angeles, the yeah. allegations there. Gotta serve the I always kind of go, is that really? Necessary? Yeah, you gotta serve is. the victims. Yeah, in his case, I feel like it is. Yeah, I just don't. I can't remember how many years did he get in the first one in New York. I don't know. Let me was look he in Rikers? I was. I was wondering that the. Other day, did they put him in Rikers for a while? Probably. Don't they Whoa. all go to Rikers? Yeah. Wow. He, he, his balls are still on the side oh, of his leg. Yeah. Old thigh balls. <laughs> How many additional years did R. Kelly get? Oh boy, God! Uh, he already had thirty. I mean, he's fifty-seven years old. Thirteen for some reason, but yeah, he's. he's never I just saw out. additional one year. Oh. Oh, that's not much. Twenty-year prison sentence for child pornography. And then uh, one additional year. One. I think he's. I thought he, he twenty was all he got. 
I wonder if the woman that uh, that bailed him out got her hundred thousand dollars back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> she it. met R. Kelly on a cruise, and for some reason, R. She's probably hot. R. Kelly stayed in touch with her on some level, not really that much, but uh, of course, this woman one day was in a state of shock ah. when she hears that R. Kelly is trying to call her. It turns out that R. Kelly needs a hundred grand in bail money. And she came up with it oh my God. and said, oh, well, he's been a good friend. I met him on a cruise. He's been such a good friend. How could I not help? And then about, I'll say about six months later, like, why can't I get my $100,000 back? <laughs> wow. Just because that he has been found guilty, that doesn't mean he's guilty. Uh, okay. Fucking idiot. Weinstein, That's by the way, stupid. total of 39 years. So I hope he lives to be 110 so he can get out. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if he gets out and tries to make a movie at 110? <laughs> tries to hook up with chicks. Um, oh, he probably will. Did well, you guys cover the Gaga news yesterday about the stepping on his balls? Yeah, oh, being sued. <laughs> that is the I, most ridiculous story. So ridiculous. But the funny thing is that there were some attorneys who felt like, well, there may be a case there because the woman, the only thing she knew was no questions asked, five hundred thousand dollars. She did not steal the dogs. She did help after the fact. She helped house the dogs for the son of her boyfriend, who stole the son of his son of her boyfriend stole the dogs. Did she, she know did, that they know. were stolen no. dogs? She okay. knew they were stolen. Yes, she did know. When Gaga made the offer, she's like, "Well, what if I just return them?" So, how long did she have the dogs? Not long. Okay, well, fucking give her the money. Right. Um, but, well, but I know the DA like is was, really upset about it. I mean, let me because it's all about you intent. Can't, you can't be a, a participant in in a stolen dog thing where somebody gets shot. Well, but, but who but, else but, but is going to get her the dogs back? And it was I after mean, the fact. Did she? I mean, once again, intent. Did she know she was harboring these yes, stolen dogs? Yes. Oh, she did. Okay. Yeah. Well. But she also sue. knew that she could make $500,000 if she returned them. They could have killed the dogs and tried to get away with it. Yeah. That's just a good business decision on her part. <laughs> I thought so. Should have gotten the money first. That's the bad business. Decision. So anyway, the uh, the DA, and a lot of people are saying, the DA has nothing to no. say about this. And And the other thing was that uh, people were suggesting that it would end up in jury nullification, that a jury would just say, nope. Not under these circumstances, we are not awarding this woman the money, but I, I don't know how often jury nullification really happens. It always When I see jury nullification, it's usually something that I disagree with, like the Bobby yeah. Ferguson juror, yeah. Yeah. who just said, I'm not convicting him of anything. I don't care what you tell me. I don't give a fuck. And then it turned out she lied to get on the jury. Um, so this, this dog thing, you said, who, who stole the dogs? How were they related to her? They were her, her boyfriend's son. That's incredible that, um, A, they would even watch their boyfriend's son's dogs, right? I mean, that's big, big responsibility. But now, you're, now you know they're stolen property. What, right. uh, she must really like that boyfriend. She didn't want to lose him. Don't you find that know. odd that she would watch her boyfriend's son's stolen dogs? Well, I think they were, yeah. just, they were just staying at their house or something. I don't know. I don't think they really knew what the fuck to do. I mean, somebody was shot in that thing, too. Yeah, he screamed. Yeah, like, a, like, a, like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it. Just like Jackson when he's pushed oh, off the diving board. God. Well, hey, hey, he's shot. I don't blame. I don't blame for yeah, screaming. He However, shot. he screams. Oh, um, and uh, um, even though Brandon doesn't love hearing Dave Grohl stories, he cooked um, ribs for a bunch of homeless people in Los Angeles for, for 16, 16 hours. Hours. And then told everybody about. He's my hero. Well, no, 
they took pictures of I'm him just doing kidding, it. Trudy. He didn't do it. How defensive you have for him. <laughs> it's a very nice thing. It's a good thing. More people yeah, should do that stuff. Yeah. As Brandon mentioned yesterday, I, mean, uh, I wish I got some ribs, but I'm not homeless. <laughs> they did I look was good. Tweeting up a storm, and hopefully some of you noticed that and followed me on Twitter at Drew Mike Podcast. Or uh, you were so enthralled by my Twitter activity that you gave us a five-star review on Spotify or iTunes or uh, or any of our many, 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 many platforms, 77 platforms, last I knew. And our show sponsor is Hall Financial. Uh, use the equity in your home to put yourself in a better financial situation. It's the most affordable way to eliminate debt. And if you're not paying off your credit cards, all of it every month, you're getting creamed on interest rates because some of those credit cards are well over 20% and they've gone up recently. So uh, why not do a free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial and they can tell you how much money you've gained in home equity. Uh, And then if you want to take a little money out, you know, to get rid of those credit card balances, it's a good financial decision. Believe me, the interest rate's a hell of a lot lower. Um, majority of their loans close in two weeks or less, meaning you get your money faster. So whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one and dump some credit card debt, you need to call Hall Financial first at 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. And, uh, oh yes, our Amazon portal, of course, is always waiting for your purchases. And they can get back a little something in our donate bars. If you want to donate monthly on a one-time basis, it's much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And any more questions for Trudy about her fake employment? Uh, <laughs> please pass them along to me. Story. Such a great story. Oh, really? It uh, really is, Trudy. Oh, wow. It was, uh, it's a perfect Trudy story. It's a Trudy Quite an adventure. <laughs> you couldn't say no to him. I want to know what, what did... <laughs> oh, it started back then. Too nice. What, ha- what did Tom accept your employment? Tom? The other partner? Oh, Tom wasn't with him then. But he had another person, right? Yeah. Did yeah. he accept your he seemed He seemed okay. He seemed pretty yeah. mellow. You okay. know, like this very Californian. He didn't want to pay wow. you. <laughs> he well, you wasn't coming out of his pocket. Exactly. So many questions. <laughs> God. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey. hey! 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 If you've got a hole, she's filling it. I'm gonna fill you up. She's gonna fill you up. Trudy Daniels, 10 to 3. WLLG. 106.7. Detroit's Wheels. Whoa, there's a wiener.